Tonight on the podcast, we are talking the Lightyear trailer, The Last Kingdom, the holiday gift set from Lego to get that mega geek Batman fan in your life, comics, and so much more. Hit that, hit that go button, Max. It is Friday night in Phoenix, a spooky Friday night in Phoenix. And you're listening to the Absolute Geek Podcast. I'm Matt. I'm Max. I'm Travis. Uh, that's not actually Travis. That's Lance in his, in his Travis costume. Yeah. <laughs> I see London. I see France. I see La- Lance's absent. It doesn't rhyme, but we're going to go for it. Sometimes you start a rhyme and it doesn't end up being a rhyme. Welcome to the Absolute Geek Podcast. <laughs> then you do some crime because of that terrible rhyme. <laughs> Oh man, are we gonna get a song tonight? Out of you guys, I'm I'm in a singing mood. I love Halloween. It is tis the season to be scary and punny and ridiculous, and I'm all in. You guys have some Halloween shenanigans happening this weekend? I I don't no. I don't either. I already wow, did. Wow, we are. <laughs> I don't either. It's perfect. <laughs> Great. I did. I did my Halloween earlier, so. Every year, the Monday before Halloween, my my mom and her, my grandpa on my mom's side, does a party for all of us cousins and and uncles and aunts and everything. So we did that. We did a little chili cookoff and we do a little fish pond that the kids have a ton of fun with. Or you I like, thought you were starting that story off with every Monday before Halloween. I go and wait in a giant pumpkin patch for the great pumpkin. <laughs> to no, not that cool. Yeah. But that was fun. I dressed up as a uh, marshmallow man from. I was the Stay Puff Marshmallow Man. Our little guy was a Ghostbuster, and so was my wife. So was, Can you name another brand of marshmallows besides Stay Puff? And is Stay Puff a real marshmallow brand? I don't know. Uh, no and no. No and no. Okay. <laughs> I don't think I can either, honestly. I'm just it like, sucks. Ooh, marshmallows. It sucks yeah, that a, Kroger? A, a mythical marshmallow brand is dominating the branding when it comes to marshmallows. I don't, I mean, the Stay Puffed might be a real brand. I don't even know. It, it might have been in the 80s. I feel like I, we had, because it was the classic, <laughs> real fluffy blue and white pack. I think it might have been. I'm going to, you, you guys go don't, on podcasting. I'm going to, please, I'm going to check Do this some out. research. Mm-hmm. You, uh, you, are you taking your son trick or treating this year? Nah, he's, he's young. So not planning on taking him. Next year we'll do it. But right now, we don't even really give them candy, so there's no point. In- you don't dress but them that, up in some cute costume, like where yeah, because it's, it's more for you than yeah. it is him. You, he's good. just the excuse. He's like your he's like your dealer, man. It's like the go between guy. I'm a diabetic. <laughs> I don't need any of that candy. All right, <laughs> you get sugar and, free. Well, I'm what about, about, what about I can't parents? go to the. I should go to the door and say, uh, "Do you have sugar free?" My son can't yeah. have sugar. <laughs> yeah, that's- <laughs> I mean, in today's world, I'm sure there's going to be a bowl that says sugar, sugar-free, you know? It's there might be, be. Or gluten, gluten-free. I'll be it's, real, though. Most sugar-free candy isn't that good. It's terrible, yeah. And if you eat too much sugar-free chocolate, it'll give you the runs. So, yeah. word of the wise. Have you ever seen the reviews on uh, Amazon for, like, those sugar-free Haribos? No, I haven't. Oh my god! Apparently, there. If you want a good laugh, if you if you got some downtime, you want a good laugh, go to Amazon and read the reviews on sugar-free hair buds. Apparently, they give you wicked diarrhea. Mm. 
and people just talk about their experiences with that like fake sugars um, and like stevia type stuff they pump up yeah with, just gives you the runs <laughs> stick boys to just go to the egg houses they got fruits and vegetables there you go <laughs> want to say what's up real quick to the chat stick boy quantum kyle Aaron, welcome everyone. Thanks for joining us so far. Left, leftover Zaggy's in here too. Leftover Zaggy, yeah, I just saw him and them pop in. Um, sorry if my voice goes. I was busy screaming for the uh, Cardinals getting beat last night. Yeah, all that news clip. Tough, tough, tough subject for me, a Cardinals fan. But congrats to you, Matt. Now you're a Green yeah. Bay fan. At the game, screaming my head off, so my voice keeps cutting in and out. So. We were screaming at the sports bar, and then at halftime we left to go to Lance's house. We were screaming there. Like, it was actually really funny. At the end of the game, I was watching it with Lance and his brother, and they were both on either side. Lance is on the left side of the TV, like right in front of it. His brother's on the right side of the TV, right in front of it. Their heads are in the in the way, so I can't even see half of what's going on. And I'm trying to, like, in the middle, just, like, catch the game as best I can with them in front of the TV. <laughs> It was a close game. It was a very close game and a disappointing loss for the Cardinals. It's okay. We'll beat you guys in the playoffs. Yeah, we'll see. Knock you out. But back to Halloween real quick. I, it's hard to get in the Halloween spirit this year. Like the last two years, it's like nobody's really in it because usually you see houses done up or, you know, crazy cool things, and you don't even see that this year. I don't even know when the kids trick or treat this year. Yeah, it's always been a holiday where it's like the the dropping of, you know, pretenses and um you know defenses and things like that and it just seems everyone's so on guard that halloween especially as a holiday just seems to kind of be like you know now it just seems like it's a gateway to be like oh well a couple more weeks till thanksgiving you know and then it's just like the gateway to like the next major holidays it's not it's not like it used to be as a kid where you're going door to door and getting those pillowcases full of candy and I loved and it as a kid. It was super fun. Did you, when you were as a kid, what was your, you said pillowcases. Did you, uh, what, did you always go with a pillowcase or did you get like a plastic uh, pumpkin? Did you use like a pre-bought candy bag or is it always pillowcases? Always pillowcase, man. And we would run, my dad would take me out and we would go till that bad boy. That was like the rule as if you're taking a pillowcase, you're not done until that thing's full. So we would run house to house, get the biggest candy bars. And like where I grew up, I grew up in a little town, though. So you could go all over town by yourself and everybody knew everyone. So it wasn't like the world is today where I could. And I sound so dated saying that. But I did. You you go out and a couple hours, you have a full pillowcase and you're coming back with that bad boy over your shoulder. One year I filled up one, came back, got another and got that one half full before nine o'clock at night when they end, ended trick or treating. So. Do you think it's gross to take a pillowcase off a pillow, use it, give it to your grubby little kid for Halloween, have them uh, drag it around the neighborhood all night, fill it with candy from strangers, take that, wash it, and put it back on the pillow? No. Is that gross? I mean, if you you said wash it, so no. Yeah, you wash it. But that pillowcase has been out in the world, and you're taking it into your most sacred clean space. That was before we were worried about that kind of stuff. (laughs) Yeah, back then. Back then, you know, COVID wasn't a thing. No one cared. So, you know, it was like. I I was mostly a pillowcase guy myself. I, when I was, when I was younger, I remember having like the pre-made, like the, the, you know, the jack-o'-lantern or, you know, like a, a, an actual like plastic tin or whatever. 
but yeah, as I got older and I wanted all the candy, pillowcase for sure. Running now Max uses separate Ziploc baggies where he separates <laughs> each brand of candy into a specific Ziploc baggie just for his OCD. Absolutely. That's exactly what I do. Yeah. <laughs> what about you? What did you do, Travis? Says, you sleep with the candy, duh. <laughs> uh, yeah. Use it as a pillow. Yeah. Laffy Taffy like, is soft. Yeah. yeah uh, very much like you as a kid, it was the plastic thing. I think it was more so that your parents were like, all right, you don't need that much candy. Just what can fit in this little fishbowl of a, a plastic device. But then with, with you and your buds, it's flashlight, pillowcase. And then I don't think I've ever got one completely filled up. But the best part is halfway filled up, spin it. Whack your friends with it. <laughs> yep. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Or 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 pedos in the neighborhood. Like you got you're wielding like a uh, candy your, mace. Your pedo beater. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, boys, spin them. <laughs> your pedo beater. Yeah. I, I mean, my dad, my parents didn't really care about the. I like I was still saying to Max, I was kind of at that point like my dad reads his dealer because. You know, they'd always get you guys come home and they get you at the all right. I need to check your candy for razor blades, needles, and and all this crazy stuff. And they're like, you know, all of a sudden, all your best candy's gone. And oh, I got to test this one. Like all your Reese's cups are gone. Oh, and I was yeah, like, yeah. Oh, let me try that out. And if you yeah. didn't chew about it, but you're you got dead, legit you're dead serious about it. You're like, come on, mom. Yeah. You legit got taxed, man. Yeah. Yeah. You start. You get to the point where you start taking stock. And what they're putting in your ba- your your pillowcase, so you're like, oh, there's a Reese's in there. So you're like trying to grab it real quick before, and, and take care of it before you can even get home to have your candy searched. My parents are in their 70s, so they had like real 1950s taste in candy. So it was like they would eat the Tootsie Rolls. I'm like, I'm fine with that. Take those Tootsie Rolls. See, I didn't mind if they took the Tootsie Rolls, but they were like, I don't even know if they make these still. The like fruit flavored Tootsie Rolls, I really like those. I didn't want those taken. Like the green, the green ones or whatever. Mm-hmm. Those were good. <laughs> Max Bender says, "I hope my kids hit houses that give out edibles." That's, so, <laughs> that's dude, a I've new worry. S- that's a new worry, right? Nobody's doing that. That's too they're expensive. So ex- they're so expensive. Nobody's gonna be like, "Here, kid, have an edible." You know, no, no, nobody's doing that. Come on, now. There might be exceedingly rare cases of a bunch of bros hanging out, getting high, and they're like, "Hey, let's give some uh, some to the kids." Maybe. Nobody's doing that. Maybe. <laughs> I don't think that's very common. Yeah. Let me see. (laughs) I just paid $70 for this bag of gummies. Do I want to give it to some little kid? Not really. Let me pose a scenario for you, if I will. Uh, Dad's out on the porch. You know, he likes to keep some edibles. He keeps some edibles in his own special cabinet. He's running out of candy. He turns to the kid. He's like, hey, go run in the house and get some more candy. We're running out. The kid's looking everywhere, opens a cabinet. Oh, this looks like candy. Boom. I guess the dad would see it. This is where my thing falls apart. The dad would be like, no, no get this back out of here. There's a, there's a situation. You're going to you're gonna see like a BuzzFeed article where it's like, man gives edibles out to candy or kids. I mean, it might happen. Well, I mean, speaking of which, we should ask Kyle. He's probably the yeah. expert on giving edibles to kids. <laughs> you, don't, you don't mix your gummy bears up with the edibles. Mm. You don't hand those out on accident. No what, if, what, if, what if you're trying to take them through international customs in an airport? Not that anyone has ever done right that. Right up before. the pooper. <laughs> Kyle has learned the hard way that you don't give out anything but candy at Halloween, haven't you? Yeah, like that year I was nice and I gave out comic books and I got egged. 
Or about that year you, you filled your Jeez. anus up with uh, Entenmann's mints. Just so it it just smelled good when I farted. <laughs> you just like you just like the sting. It felt good. Yes. Oh, peppermint. <laughs> Comment stick boy says I made these brownies just for Halloween, kids. Right. Yeah, that's are, not happening. These are no. Just like they always go through and you gotta check the candy for razor blades. Who the fuck is wasting that much money on razor blades? Right. What the fuck? It's a yeah, they're expensive, especially if you're buying like the online cool hipster razor blades. Right? Like Harry's? Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, Aries. I, I go to Manscaped <laughs> just to get my razor blades. I order them in my little box every month. Something okay. is suspicious about this loose handful of Stay Puff marshmallows someone threw That's into my candy That's what parents sack. tell their kids so that they can eat all the candy when they go to bed. Exactly. That's what we were just saying right before you came on. Yeah. You, you know what's up, man. I can't wait to utilize that tactic personally. <laughs> it's awesome. There's a tax to walk around all night. Yeah, see? Kyle knows. You know, there's nothing like that first year's, you know, you're going to have her in the stroller, right? And she'll have her own little bag there. And what you do is you just hand out, you put your hand out with a bag too. And they're not <laughs> going to be a dick and say, what, you too? They're just going to roll their eyes and they're going to drop candy in your bag too. Double Are you talking bags. about your your wife or your kid? What are you Who's ever in the stroller? Who's ever in the stroller? <laughs> Who's ever in the stroller? Yeah. doesn't matter. You know, the wife might have had one too many spiced apple ciders, and and she's got a, you know, she needs a push. Who knows? I'm Patch Adams, and this is my patient. Now give us candy. (laughs) (laughs) You just can't do the thing where you drive to house to house. Oh, my God, that drives me insane. Oh, that's annoying. I could see parking at the end of the block and walking down, but no. You're asking to run into a a trick-or-treater at that point. You're asking for, like, a hit-and-run on a trick-or-treater. Dude, it's crazy. They just how fucking lazy. We we used to do my parents' houses. They would come up, we'd all be out front hanging out. You know, we'd have bags and bags of candy, and they would go trick or treat, and we'd go trick. And just every kid makes the same blank stare. It's like you asked a question. <laughs> You gave me a choice. Trick oh, no, or Kyle. Treat. They're giving you that stare because they heard that same joke at eight other houses before. <laughs> <laughs> That's but true. I, w- I wouldn't give them candy until they did a trick. Then you wonder why this dude got egged. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm the worst, man. My lights are off and I just I, I stay inside. You're the guy that gives out raisins, aren't you? I'm the guy that doesn't give out anything. I'm not, mm-hmm. I'm not home. That's what sure happens on uh, But yet now you are going to take your child out to the world and expect other strangers to give them. Candy. I'm not going trick or treating. <laughs> I'm not going trick or treating. So yeah, you you're the demon. You're the spawn of Satan. School. If you're the guy that gives no, out no, raisins, I will. I will take him trick or treating eventually. Mm. I probably should go to the store tomorrow and get a bag of candy. You and you know what? Least... I'll throw it on the front porch, but I'm not handing it out. Just it'll be gone. There you in go. Five that minutes. counts. That counts. One year of giving before many years of you and your child taking. Stick boy likes getting raisins. He says, I like getting raisins. Jesus. He's the only raisins one. are good. I yeah. like raisins. But it your wasn't demons, what I wanted to get. There's there's two things that you can fuck yourself if you give out. Raisins and candy corn. That's it. Oh, I hated getting candy corn. Hey, I'm what is the order of the candy corn? 
the of the colors hierarchy uh, is it orange. uh wait point to point to base or base to point isn't it orange white yellow there's more than two colors so I, I think it's yellow, orange, orange, and white, white, and that's it. Is it yellow, orange, orange tip, white? Orange tip, yellow middle, white base? I don't know. No, I, no I see, I think middle. it's... No, I thought it was orange base, no, white middle. Is it? Fuck. It was a, it was a question at uh, Trivia. I thought I always thought it was orange base, it's white yellow, middle, orange, yellow white. top. Yellow, orange, Fuck. white. Bottom to top. Do you think white is a uh, a color they insert in the candy corn, or is white the natural base of the candy corn? Yes, Max. Bags of pennies too. I think it's all it's all added colors. It is orange. It is yellow, orange, white. Oh, you're yeah. right. There we go. The mystery has been solved. Is finding a candy corn in your candy corn bag that is not that order is that like finding a four leaf clover? Do you save that for? Like your grandchildren? Yeah, and it's like filing in the Indio, Indian shooting the star on the blow pop wrapper. Yeah. Or on your uh, Tootsie Roll wrapper. Tootsie Pop wrapper. I've gotten a free one. These pumpkin ones right? are even worse. <laughs> Those are the worst. They're too much. It's too... The, I like too candy much. corns. I don't like the pumpkin ones. It's just... It's too big. Too much... Uh, too, too much of the flavor. Classics work. Ugh. Yeah. No, thank you. Now that don't they have now they have like candy corn lattes. It's it's becoming the new pumpkin flavor for the fall, right? Is candy corn infused junk? That's how you know that uh, the de the demons are rising up and hell's about to take over. So there's candy corn flavored things. That's that's how it's going down. And then uh, I don't know if you guys did it, but growing up, it's like they uh, I think it's called corn corona. Yeah, You're too old for. <laughs> You're too old for candy when you, you pick up their pumpkins and you throw them back at their house. No, I was never that much of an asshole. Yeah, that's uh, maybe that's just me. That <laughs> Sorry, I stopped trick or treating around like 10 or 11, so I didn't usually get those comments. I, I went until I was 16 because there's that cool, there's that like, there's that age where you go and then you hit that spot where you're like, I'm too old for this. And then you realize that you're like, fuck, I can get free candy. And, and so then you start trick-or-treating again. Like, And then you, you finally become an adult and you're expected to give out candy. But I, That's what I love about Halloween. It's this holiday that morphs very differently depending on what age you are. As a kid, it's the trick-or-treating. Then you have a gap between like 15 and like 2021. 20, and you're like, Halloween's lame. But then you hit 21. And then you go out to the bars. And then there's just like, oh, it's just just... A cavalcade of flesh and and low uh, inhibitions, uh, and then there's and sexy alcohol. nurse and sexy cop. Yeah, and yeah. then you have your own kid, and then you get to like carve pumpkins with them, so it takes on a different form. And then, like when you're old, then you're like the scary dude who gives out. It has so many layers to it. Halloween, it's it's the holiday that keeps on giving. There's a slutty version of every costume, and you've got a pumpkin buffet to just admire. No, literally, literally in the search results there, there was a, a candy corn that was supposed to be sexy. Where, I mean, were you search, where were you searching up, Max? Candy corn. It was on the screen oh, earlier. I thought it was candy porn. I thought you said. I no, was like, oh. No. <laughs> That's what he meant to say. He just doesn't want to. Mm -hmm. sugar, I meant candy corn. Sugar, oh, sugar, candy corn. Sugar-free. You know I'm Googling Okay, sugar-free. 
porn. Oh. You're about it's to gotta be like some it's about to be delightful star for you. named candy, I'm sure. I'll do the same thing, go. Let's see if it makes a difference on the other side of the ocean. <laughs> Is my girlfriend a fucking hoe? <laughs> nice. Halloween porn. Stick boy says Halloween porn. Stepsister caught me watching Halloween porn. <laughs> what the... Oh boy. Uh, Kyle, what's Kyle this getting up, up into here? Things are going to get. Oh! 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 Should we get into some geek news? There's nothing wow. there. Let that man have his moment. Look at this. She's just getting railed and she just has a witch hat on. <laughs> Which hat does she have on? Max is a little uncomfortable. Uh, yeah. You don't want to read Kyle face. on with the same thing. It's going to be a bad combination. Yeah. Oh, look. oh look. What do we got, her. Max? What do we got? Hit us first. Where where is it? Come on, it's the great lollipop brothers. It's the great Blumpkin Charlie Brown. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I'm looking for. That's good. Hot milf party. Women get mischievously at Halloween orgy. Ooh. Yes. Anyways, Uh, Max, let's do Lego Batman first. You know what's (laughs) funny? You know what our first news story actually is? Let's get friendly in Cumberland. Okay. Our, our first news story is actually the Lightyear trailer. So uh, let's transition from Halloween porn into a Pixar movie trailer. Uh, that's that's a good transition. I mean, isn't there always sexual windows in Disney movies? There usually are. Oh. It's true. That's true. The boner in uh, Little Mermaid. The, the word uh, sex in The Lion King. Not a, it's not a. It's a dildo. Say it with me, Max. Dildo. What are you talking about? I, the word the dildo is fine. No, it's a boner. <laughs> the guy has a boner. That's not the Little Mermaid. The Little Mermaid, there's dildos in the, on the cover. Oh, maybe it's both then. Because at the wedding, there's like the priest, like, the, there's an animation of like a boner through his pants. Oh, the priest thing's a whole different thing. Oh, is that something else? All right. <laughs> That's a different porn. And then isn't there uh take off your clothes in Aladdin? Like the, if you turn it up. You can hear that whispered at like the magic carpet ride part. Anyway. Yeah, mm-hmm. so uh, there was a trailer for a Pixar movie, Lightyear. Uh, I'm not very uh, interested in the casting here. Like, I'm fine with the fact that this movie's being made. I think you don't it's like cool the Captain idea. America's the voice? No, it should be Tim Allen. What are no, you doing? he's too old now. This guy's younger. We need a nah, younger man. Voice. Tim Allen should be doing this. I don't like, I don't want Chris Evans doing this. No, the trailer is not fake sticks, boy. It is a real is, trailer. Is um, Buzz Lightyear uh, the most? Is that the most popular Toy Story character for kids? Like when you're like nieces and nephews or your own kids? Uh, I guess they're too small or not here yet. Um, watch Toy Story. Do you think they're like Buzz Lightyear is my favorite one? I think it's a mixture between Buzz and Woody. Yeah, I, I, think, I think you get that fan, the Buzz and Woody, and you get, you know, because like, I love those movies. I love all the Toy Story movies. Like, Toy Story Two is probably my favorite Pixar movie ever. But I, you feel like as a kid, it was Buzz Lightyear, 
But when you wa- rewatch as an adult, you feel the sympathy for Woody. And so, like, it, it just kind of, like, for me anyways, shifted oh, towards Buzz, from Buzz to Woody. clearly the better toy. No. Nah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, that was the whole premise of the first movie, right? It's because it's got, like, more of the modern action figure vibe. As a better character, Woody is definitely the better character. Hands down. <laughs> Stick boy, let's, let's face it. Disney isn't making a movie <laughs> called Woody. <laughs> No. <laughs> that would be the uh the production company Dixar. Uh Dixar yeah. uh it's a Russian company uh and they are making a Woody. Kyle's um, looking it up. You don't think we're gonna get a Woody's Roundup movie? Maybe I think you could. That that you could I, probably do. This is your sci-fi genre. Uh you get your western with the the Woody one. You you could do it a whole a whole genre, a spin-off series of Toy Story movies. You could re- redo Jurassic Park as a as a Pixar yeah. animated film with Rex. How long did it take yeah. you to realize that one of the toys was a hooker? Which one's a hooker? Yeah, the one with the hook. The one with the hook. She got a giant hook. <laughs> in, in the in the long legs. Oh yes, in uh, in fucking Sid's room. Uh huh. Till I was thirty six years old. That's how long it took. Till this moment, right now. Same. Like, <laughs> till this you moment. Never realized that. <laughs> You never realized it was a hooker? No, never. Never realized it. Never never put two and two together. No, it never dawned on you and the sun never uh, came up? Nope. You remember what was what was the uh uh you had a wizard magazine? What was the toy <laughs> their their same branding, the toy one where they did it was the same people who did with Wizard Magazine, but it wasn't Toy Biz, but it was Toy Fair, Toy Fair magazine. You remember that, Kyle? Uh-huh. Where they would Oh, so it was basically a price guide for toys, like Wizard Magazine. Uh, but then at some point, they would always do like the the fan-created toy of the month where people would cobble together um, different parts of other action figures and paint them up to be like, hey, here's this action figure that we never had before. I don't remember where I was going with this comment, but I'm sure it was good. Oh, it was the, the hooker thing. Do you think the hooker toy in uh, Toy Story is just like, like a fan fan art like do we think that what's the the mean kid's name spike sid yeah sid, sid. Do, you think, do we think sid was just an uh tortured artist at a young age trying to express himself in a very dolly way i definitely think that uh sid no, I'll, I'll, has take, I'll take my, i'll take my response off here please <laughs> <laughs> solo wants to, to know the hard-hitting question of does buzz Lightyear smell bad as brad pitt um, I've never heard that Brad Pitt smells bad, so I'm going to go ahead and say yes. That's, that's towards Kyle. That's the hard-hitting question. Ah, mm-hmm. uh, okay. That's Kyle's ultimate go-to interview question. Oh, um, really? <laughs> oh, can I, can I do a side story on that? I had uh, I was dating a girl who had a really great strategy for if you were talking about like, watching a movie uh, and you know uh, being like, "Oh man, this 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 woman is gorgeous. She is so hot." Um, and she would do this. She'd be like, you know, really? You think she's hot? She looks like she smells. And it seems like innocuous. It seems like it's not, not, not a fact. I remember she did this with Mila Kunis one time. And I was like, watching like that 70s show. She goes, uh, I'm like, oh, Mila Kunis is beautiful. Especially in these, like when she ages into herself, she looks, she's gorgeous. She goes, she kind of looks like she smells, but no matter what you do, you can't shake. You're like, get out of here. But then you're every time after that, I saw Mila Kunis and I was associated. I'm like, I bet she smells. 
And she planted this seed very strategically. She didn't make a big production of it. She just said, she looks like she smells. And I said, get out of here. But then when I was watching it later, I was like, every time I see Mila Kunis now, I'm like, she looks like she smells. And well, it did come out that her and Ashton Kutcher don't really believe in showers. And Is that really the case? Yeah. So I guess she knew some inside information. So they are kind of stinky. Mm. <laughs> I mean, just, you don't ever get that like where you're watching something and you're like, I bet you that dude smells like this. Every time I see Brad or, Pitt. That dude probably smells like balls. Let or, me throw out, I'm going to throw out two names and you tell me what you think they smell okay, like, Matt. We'll play, we'll play the stink or no stink game. No, I want to <laughs> know. I like Matt's is like, what do they actually smell like? Okay. Tom Hardy, Matt, what does Tom Hardy smell like? Go. Uh, booze and two day old cigarettes. Mm. Okay. All right. Uh, Kyle, throw in one. Ashley Kutcher. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Matthew McConaughey. Oh, mm. uh, Matthew McConaughey. I think he smells like sandalwood. Mm, good call. <laughs> nice. Well done. Well done. Max? That's it. We said two. <laughs> Max, you got one for him? He's batting 100 right now. Um, or I don't know what, how people bat. What does Ryan Reynolds smell like? Ryan, awesome Ryan Reynolds smells just, brute. Just awesomeness. <laughs> he smells like brute cologne. And uh, I'm going to say Brute Cologne and Dap Hair Gel. Mm, he's like very old school. It's like, so part of him was born in like the 1970s and part of him was born in like the 1940s. Yeah. <laughs> I like how we all pick three dudes. Uh, well, I was just throw... about to say, Aaron always wants to wants us to talk about women more. So yes, please. Yes. Okay. I'm, I'm sure this is exactly what she <laughs> meant by this. What does, what does the late Princess Di smell like? Oh, I think she smells like uh, rose petals and lavender. What does Aaron smell I think she like? smells like rubber. 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 Oh. <laughs> <Yes>. Asphalt. <laughs> and wow. there you have it, Aaron. Our, that is our uh, Women's <laughs> Corner of the Month. Uh, next month, we'll be reading Jane Austen. Cheese and farts. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh. Jane Austen. Those movies suck. That's her books, that, Kyle. Her books. Well, she, some of those her books are movies too. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh man. But what? Do you, go back to to Lightyear real quick, Max. You know what he smells like? Okay, never mind. Lightyear. Is it a prequel to the toy? Yeah. Yeah. Look at him. That's his or, origin. Well, I mean, so is it a movie based on the toy line, or is the toy line based on the movie? I think it's. I think and it's now the, you're just getting character. I think it's the character of Buzz Lightyear, not the toy of Buzz Lightyear seen in the Toy Story stories, if I'm correct. Which is a big so, but I'm this I'm saying is like so when we get the Toy Story one, the first Toy Story movie, we're getting the Buzz that, Lightyear movie. Is that character based on the character in this Buzz Lightyear movie, or correct. is the movie based uh, around the toy, like what's they did the, with Ninja Turtles, the where kids, they made a toy the, first? This then, is the movie that Andy saw, is my in my opinion of it. So Andy buys wants well, to buzz your toy. He's a, he's a toy. It's not like he could it's it's a, like what what do Andy? you expect it to do? Well, like the, the turtles. Movie. The turtles they weren't like, originally a toy. They were no, they were a toy first and then the comic. Or well, they were the, the comic and then the toy and then the movies. So, yeah, but they weren't they they weren't based they weren't a toy like buzz lightyear was based on being a toy 
Like no, it, no. I think it was. I always thought it was this. I no, it was in the this. first Toy Story, Buzz Lightyear was a toy. No, 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 right. no, no, no. I, I feel like all right. Correct me if I'm wrong. And I'm a, I'm not a big, uh, huge Toy Story fan. In my childhood brain, I always thought Andy wanted a Buzz Lightyear toy for Christmas because they don't state this in the movie, but I feel like it was implied he had seen a Buzz Lightyear movie, and this was the toy he wanted of that. You're telling me that Andy buys just a regular old like spaceman toy with like a card backstory about his past. <laughs> See, and I kind of get that that's what I always thought. Well, I kind of get that feeling too, because like if you look at like okay. Toy Story two with Woody, he's based off the character from the Woody's Roundup show. Yeah, that's yeah, true. And then Buzz Lightyear like, has video games of him. I like your head cannon, Travis. I like that better. And then, then this is finally that movie that's a little bit dated because that movie came out like 1994, 96. I think it was 99. Um, so maybe you're right. Maybe it was 94. We're, I, I always thought we're now we're finally going to see the movie that Andy went batshit over where he was badgering 95. his parents for Christmas. Yeah. That's what I thought. Too. That's what I thought too. All right. Good. I like it. I like it. Good. I'm glad we're on the same page. That's why I'm like, I finally get to see that fucking movie that Andy went all crazy about to buy yeah. those toys. And it should be it should be dated very 1993. It should be very 1993 references and language and slang, even though it's set in the future. Just to give it that extra layer of authenticity. I like your head. The Toy Story universe would be like a movie that maybe Andy would have seen, that would have made him want a Buzz Lightyear. I, Mm -hmm. yeah, I like that. So Andy is now in college and he's making, or he graduated from film school and he's making the Buzz Lightyear movie. That's, oh. what, that's what this is. No, he's just reenacting his adventures with that he would play out in his room with Woody and... There you go. I don't hate that either. I don't hate that either. That works well for the generation. That uh, that works well for me. I this like that. This is the origin because Andy's old the enough human now. Buzz Lightyear that the toy is based on. Are you okay. reading that somewhere? Uh-huh. All right. Well, do we want to talk? Can I talk about a sweaty dude? So, Aaron, how <laughs> you gay? Talk about I am? All the sweaty dudes you want. You, you got to tell me what he smells like first. Utrid. He smells like uh, he smells like Danish ass and rum. And sure. And I was gonna say he also <laughs> smells like mud from the Irish countryside. There, I would have gone with the start with that one. That's nice. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because he's constantly the Dane killer. I don't know if any of you guys have seen The Last Kingdom. It is probably one of my favorite shows. And they're coming out with season five. But what this what this news is about is that they've announced that after season five is over, they're immediately doing a movie. I'm super stoked about it because I really love the, the show. And I was fine with the show ending with season five. I, I like when shows have a proper ending. But hey, we're getting more. I'm fine with that. Uh, like, especially if they put the budget into it. If they give us a good movie, I'm down. So, I, I'm really excited for this. Do, do any of you guys watch this show? I don't. No. No. It's it's super good. It's it's history based, but it's also like, um, you know, it's it's set during like medieval times. You know, it's it's all about the uh, the Vikings' war against the uh the british basically so and it's like a fictional take on it like it's based during that time period and it uses real events that happened but utrid is not a real real person that existed in history he's he's in a he's a fictional character that they place into the story and he kind of leads leads the charge but utrid of bebenba 
fictional character. <laughs> yes. I don't know if the the whole like state of the world and pandemic is to blame for this, but like I'm not really into any of the shows I was into before. Like I've I've watched two episodes of The Walking Dead this season. I know I haven't watched Walking Dead either. I haven't watched any of Fear of the Walking Dead. I haven't watched mm-hmm. any of the world beyond i don't watch Mm-mm. i don't really watch flash anymore Mm-mm. i don't watch any of the cw stuff like lock and key has been out for a week and i've watched two episodes of that and i feel like that came out so long ago that i'm like what the hell happened like i forgot what yeah. happened and where they I haven't even up. started that show yet and i feel like their recap was pretty bad and so i'm still kind of <laughs> like what the hell happened what what did what did i watch before and like i feel like like that would be the same thing with something like this is just I mean, I guess if you go back now and watch it all, when the movie comes out, you're you're going to be satisfied. But I just don't want to put in the time to effort to watch another what, 10 or 13 episodes of Lock and Key Season 1 just to know what's going on in Season 2. It's yeah, like, no, I, I watched it already. I don't... Like Tiger King. I, I, they got Tiger King 2 coming out, and I think that's going to fail miserably because it took them a year to try and capture off of what took 2020 by storm. You know, it's just... It, it it just sucks that a lot of these shows do that. Like Stranger Things, or any of us gonna even care about Stranger Things when that new season comes out? Yeah, mm-hmm. my Stranger Things. Oh, they're waiting anyway. way too long I'm... in between Stranger Things. Way too long. Yeah, but all most shows on HBO or any of those are they have big gaps. Yeah, well, and Last Kingdom is one of the ones that I watched pre-pandemic that I'm still watching. They had a new season come out last year, though. So I mean, the reality of the thing is that you need like a year. To, of product, you need at least six to eight months of production on like a 10 uh episode hour long series. So, I mean, just yeah. the creative process. I mean, to make the magic, you got to take the time. You want to eat the lasagna, Matt. Uh, you know, you gotta, you gotta wait for it to. I don't know how to make lasagna. I think if you're, now, I think that's nowhere. true. If you're making, if you're coming out with something that's original, but lock and key. There's the, the content's basically written for you. You already have a guideline to go off of. Yeah, all you have to do is take that comic book guideline and transition it to to work on TV. But what when did the first season of Lock and Key come out? I feel like it was well, like this, I just watched this, I, I just like watched like, the second season and the second because uh, I read this the series and the first season kind of covers a good like seventy five percent of that series, leaving stuff out. So the second season, I did forget like what happened in the first season, but I knew enough about like the story. I'm like, I can it jump came into out last, it. It came out in twenty February seventh, twenty twenty. So it was Jeez. nice. The second season like had this world and the characters I like, but they kind of told some different stories. What and you, twisted what you got to remember? Around. Most all all filming was shut down for how long? Yeah, yeah. I yeah, think like I, I think that's a reasonable wait time with a pandemic. You know, like that seems. Oh. Oh, let me ask you this, uh, uh, Matt. And I don't, I don't have a, a preference either way. I don't know how this worked. What if they? I guess it would be too much of an investment. They wouldn't do it. Like, what if they really got a great property like Lock and Key that that works well, and they shot three seasons back to back over a um, two and a half year period, and then they release them every six months? Would you prefer that? Something like that? Well, yeah, because then you're you're cap up on it. Like, you don't have to go back and and like, I don't know, like shows that I'm drawn to now, like. Letter Kenny or Ted Lasso or some of these great shows, they have rewatchability. Like I've probably watched the first season of Ted Lasso like five times. And I just watched it again with Aaron because she's never seen it. And like you pick up different things. So there's like rewatchability there for that. And I just kind of feel like lock and key, there wasn't that much rewatchability. 
how much i mean with with last kingdom max how much rewatchability do you think there is to this series i think there's a lot um when the the latest season came out earlier i think it was earlier this year actually i rewatched the whole series after i watched season four and then rewatched season four um but i also really love the show so for me it's fantastic there's a lot of great story that you can pick up on on rewatches and yeah. It was almost a year between t- l- l- season one of Ted Lasso and season two. Yeah, there, there was it was eleven months. Do you think there's something with like a Stranger Things? So, I mean, it's everything that it's about a year. It's everything. You it think, pains me that we have to wait another eleven months for season even, three. Even things on network TV, there's a whole, there's months and months and months of. Nothing. But I feel like. I feel like network TV though it's different because you're getting it, it's not like the I mean I guess Ted Lasso is every is, was weekly but like these Netflix series drop everything at once so then you can binge it then you have to wait that time where network TV yeah it's like twenty episodes spread out over some amount of months so that way like yeah it ends in April That's your choice to binge it that's true it ends in April what you could and then, do is having a little bit of self control. Mm. and watch it every week i don't have self-control at any point in my life why in the world would i want to (laughs) do that come on well i mean if if your if your complaint is you binge it then you have to wait a year oh yeah let's pose it this way matt matt as much as you want to binge it but if they treated those shows uh um well i guess ted lasso was every week right it only came out once a week so Mm -hmm. You got a little bit. They got they they got a little bit of a head start because when when episode one season two started, they were already probably in the process of making season uh, writing season three at least or outlining it with the writers. It took a year for them to do twelve episodes. Well, and that's mm-hmm. the thing about network TV though is like streaming services. You're getting ten to f- ten to fifteen episodes, and network TV. It's usually if it's if it's something that's picked up. For a full season, you're getting 25, 2025 episodes. So, like, it feels like network that many anymore. Network TV, it's spread out. So, you know, it you get your like season finale in May, and then you go the couple months of the summer without it, and then September rolls around, and the next season starts again. So, you're only waiting. Feel like you're waiting like three or four months in between. Well, the Sopranos always like a year off too, like for that amount. Did you ever watch like Deadwood or Sopranos? I don't remember if it was that. I think long. those were. I think those were like that too. Yeah, I know like other HBO stuff like um, Silicon Valley was like that. Like mm-hmm. there's a couple West months World off and it came has back. long West, waits. Yeah, I think but, Game of but Thrones I think did that's as well. again like pan. That was pandemic because Westworld really hit, and then the pandemic hit. And we got what the season where they went into the future, like they, they did that big time jump. Then you haven't had anything since, but I just, I don't know. It just seems like these Netflix shows take a long, longer time to come out. But I guess because they're shooting them like little movies, they're shooting them like movies versus episodically. So, yeah, for me, for me personally, I don't mind it. Like, what makes I'm you think that they shoot them like it. a movie? Well, because like network TV, you're doing an episode, they're shooting an episode and then editing it and airing it to where you would think like the the Netflix stuff, it's shot that way for time. And then also how the run times are different. One episode is like 45 minutes. The other episode is like 50 minutes. The next episode is like, you know, 
30 minutes, 35 minutes. It's like, there's not the same run times. I, yeah. I see what you mean. Like with network television, the season, from my understanding, while the season is going on, they're still filming yeah. later correct. episodes. Yeah. Correct. So that's different with a Netflix series where all of it is filmed and then they edit it and then they release it all at once. That's, but I don't think maybe they film that's it as a movie and then break it into parts. No, no. I think maybe, I mean, I would agree with Matt in the sense of it's filmed like a movie in the sense that you're, filming everything at once you maybe have a two or three month the actors know how the season ends before they film their first episode potentially Uh, yeah Yeah. if they give them if they give them the scripts that far in advance and that's the thing too is like do they film i think they probably still film each episode as an episode so yeah i guess because movies are different like you may have a movie where they come in and shoot it and you're shooting the final scene of the movie on the first day depending on how the shooting schedule is i don't imagine they're showing up and shooting episode 10 they're, they might be shooting the final scene of episode one, but I don't know. That's, I don't that's, know. An, that's an interesting question. I, I'm, I'm not quite sure about that. I don't think I've heard anyone talk about that, but I am curious about whether they shoot it still episodically. Um, I think they do because these shows, a lot of them still have different directors per show. Correct. You're right. You're right. You're, so, yeah, you're absolutely right. They, they shoot it episodically. Then that answers the question for sure. And I mean, for Mandalorian, for sure, every episode has a different director. Same with all the like. Stranger yeah. Things and stuff like that yeah. as well. Yeah. So, but that, that's kind of what I meant is that we film like a movie in the sense that it's not like they're still filming as the season's airing. They film it all, yeah. and then they break it up, and that you know they release it. Well, yeah, it's go. because you binge it. They have to do it that way. Yeah, I binge it. I binge it all. But so they, they have you know, to. They can't still film it and have them all out. Yeah, I have no. Maybe, self-control. maybe Matt. What we got to do is, I think the what we got to wait for is the metaverse. Once the metaverse from our, our man Zuckerberg is up and running, life will be so much better. Okay. Oh my God. Just live in there. <laughs> <laughs> a schmuck. <laughs> uh, metaverse. Right. Oh my God. All right. What else we got, Max? Hopefully, nothing. Fuck after that. <laughs> uh, that's funny. The So the studio that. Did the Uncharted game? It's working on a uh, a new Marvel property, a new Marvel game. So um, it's the writer. So Anna, yeah. I can't think of her name right now. Cornucopia. No, but one of the one of the writers on the Uncharted series is uh, doing a Marvel game with Skydance New Media. It's a new studio. Andrew Kendrick. A lot of people are rumoring that it's going to be that it's going to be X Men. I think it'd be pretty, be pretty dope if we can get an X Men game. Uh, we got one coming. We got the Wolverine, Ooh, Wolverine. Coming from the same studio that's doing Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah, I know. But like, if it was a, an X-Men ensemble movie or movie, a video game, that could be pretty cool. This is a new company. That's a new studio. Yeah. Oh, so you haven't played any of these games from the Skydance? No, I have no, no, we never have. Oh. But it's got it's got people that like that are big in the industry that have worked on other popular games. I would like to see it be a Daredevil game or ooh, that'd be cool. You know, a uh, Iron Fist game or, or well, no, something. it would suck because your view would be black. <laughs> <laughs> You're controlling Daredevil. Now, uh, do you have you looked at the people who are involved in this game? Like, do you, based on the creative talent, do you think this could, this new studio could rival, I don't know, some of the, the top uh, video game studios? I think the writing could. I haven't mm. looked at like 
developers like honestly i i wouldn't know anyway like right. i don't i don't and know that's, individual that's, that's probably you know i don't know about video games but that's probably a huge um factor in is like who are the geniuses behind this mode of playing i yeah talking about video games but um that'd be interesting to see if like oh this is the guy from that esports that developed this new way of controlling characters and now he's in the studio I got a yeah. um, Little Mermaid boner. I'm so excited for this. <laughs> so Someone has to. <laughs> I'm excited that you have a mermaid boner. <laughs> the most rare uh, of all boners. Yeah. Little Mermaid uh, boner. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, the I can't. Oh, not Anna. I'm sorry. Amy Hennig yeah. is the name of the writer. I would like okay. to see like Moon Knight or, or something off of like Go off of the, the big properties that are massive right now that people are really paying attention to. They're not even hinting. And so you're, so you're no. wanting a street level hero. You want someone? Yeah, like, I don't want like the X. You want? I kind of feel like they've all gotten their shine, and and Spider Man's getting his shine right now, and at Sony and the you know at Avengers, I wouldn't say got their shine at Square Enix. No. Guardians of the Galaxy at are, are getting their shine right now at Square Enix. So I'd kind of like to see some other like. Marvel heroes. No, that'd be, Can that you think cool. of that's an interesting idea? Can you think of a previous uh underrated IP character that first blew up bigger in video games than they did in uh a fit before they were in a film or anything like that? Is there any like, character are we talking that like you... comic books or are we talking yeah, yeah? So not like originally created video game IP, but so like oh for, for me, I can think of one. I I don't know yeah. that like mass appeal wise um yeah. but apocalypse was that for me oh from that uh, video? yeah because he had that video game like, yeah there was like cool. a like at the genesis Sega genesis days See, i think he was massively popular in comics he, before and that's why i'm saying for me because yeah. i wasn't a comic reader my parents didn't buy me comics they didn't I'm even buy me video like games overall <laughs> i guess it depends if i think apocalypse blew up you know it was around for a long time before that but age of apocalypse so if the video game came out before that that summer event then for sure that could that could have some effect i remember hearing knowing who apocalypse was before i saw the animated series for x-men mm. um, oh that's a big deal yeah so like but that's the, why it was kind of cool to me i think it, I, like i said i think the animated series that has done more for these characters than video games has like mm. spider-man the animated series x-men the animated series everyone references back to those so and those are like the the big explosive ones as far as like pushing characters into the mainstream, what if it's a Jubilee game? All mm. about Jubilee. <laughs> I'm a big Jubilee fan, so I'm for that. I like Jubilee. All I to could the, see all to the soundtrack see, of Katy Perry's Firework. So I could see them going with a female hero, though. I think that'd be cool if they did like a female hero for this one instead of like a male hero, like we always get. I just don't know which Marvel Marvel hero they do. I mean, like they could do Black Widow, but. I'd rather see someone less known. Be like a Grand Theft Auto style game with Black Cat where you're having to heist stuff. Mm, that'd be cool. No. Like, <laughs> no. 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 Or Hellcat, street level. Just beating up thugs. Maybe it's a Hulk game where you just get to smash everything. Where the fuck am I? <laughs> I don't know. Where are you? Jesus Christ. But... I don't know. We'll see. We'll have to wait and see. But yeah. Oh, thanks for the. We tip. know very little. Matt. I'm just excited. You're welcome. 
There's not a whole lot about on it, out on it, so it's all speculation. I wasn't, I wasn't really quite sure what to go on from there, you know. But oh. I, I'm glad you gave us that tip of we'll just have to wait and see. Hey, so we call we're here for the facts. I guess, man. I was gonna run the facts. Um, the that new holiday. We do have to wait and see. The new holiday gift on uh, out November first for any nerd on your Christmas list is the Batmobile, the Tumblr. I heard from, that was one of the uh, in the Dark Knight. One of the uh, Han Jin trailers that fell off into the ocean. I heard it was just all these tumblers. <laughs> it's it's floating in the Pacific right now outside of San Jose. Just just floating there, huh? You didn't see. I that went out for seafood. No, I didn't. I see went that. out for seafood last night. And I, I, I cut what? it open, and there was a fucking Lego there's block like, inside. There's like a hundred and sixty Hanjin trailers that fell off a boat. They're just floating in the Pacific right now. And I heard it was all these Lego tumblers. Oh, maybe we should go get a boat and go out there and try and uh, pirate some stuff. But it's re- it's for I don't know if it's the tumbler, but a, a bunch of Hanjin trailers fell off of a boat. So hmm. I have to go. Go, Let's go find these pirating. things. And yeah. they exactly. said they said this is probably going to be one of the hardest years to buy toys. Yeah, I know. Like my sister who works retail said that people are already starting Christmas shopping because they're afraid that they're not going to be able to get what they want come well, Christmas what, time. That's what the news keeps saying, though. That there's there's not going to be any toys by Christmas time because they're all just sitting on boats still right now. That's why nobody can get paper. And there's no truck drivers to drive them across the country. Civilizations we know it is coming to an end, boys. You're a mean cats one, and dogs. Mr. Virus. <laughs> You're a heartless, soulless fool. Cats and dogs living together, mass hysteria. It's a quote from Ghostbusters, in case you didn't know. That's a lot of that's a lot of pieces on that tumbler. Yes, Dude, it is, dude. How, I how many uh, Legos are cool? I don't have the patience to build something like that. 2049 pieces. What's the 76240 then? I have no idea. I'm not a Lego guy. Oh, it's an, and it's 18 plus. Yeah. Oh, that would it's drive a, my dad crazy. It's my dad a would be like, what? Eight, it's Lego four set. adults. This is a toy. I could just hear the boomer now. <laughs> well, <laughs> if it makes you feel, if your dad Action. makes your dad feel Thank better. You. Uh, any guy 18 plus who builds this and then keeps this in their apartment is not going to get laid. So that's I true. Mean, They're virgins. That should be some some <laughs> sense of satisfaction your dad can take away from it. Hey, if you're it's, not getting laid, it's two hundred and thirty fucking dollars. Yeah. If you're if you're not getting laid just because you have some action figures out, then you're not doing something right. No, I'm not talking about action figures. Like a little action figure here. I'm talking about a. Lego tumbler that you built, and then you're like, oh, I built this because it was a kind of fun puzzle. Mm. But now I'm going to display it in my house. 76240 is the item number. Mm. I would display that with pride. It'd That's be why little... it's 18 and over, is because because you're. I told you have my to have parents, a fucking hey, job to afford hey, it. <laughs> hey, mommy, daddy, can I get a Lego tumbler? Sure, son. No pro. $230? No. What are you fucking, an idiot? That's the only thing you're getting for Christmas this year and your birthday. And next yeah, Christmas. And you yeah, might have to do a couple chores to help pay it off, too. Like, <laughs> And it's sold out already. There yeah. you go. Just joking. It comes November 1st. Yeah, it goes on sale November 1st. And it's probably going to sell out November 1st. 
So everything is, man. There's supply issues on like every market front. It sucks. Didn't we just talk about that a minute ago? We did. I'm just I'm agreeing oh. with you. <laughs> just making sure. Yeah. Uh, and Dude, so I'm gonna buy two and put them on fucking eBay. Continuing with our uh, discussion from last week about how you just throw turtles in any property, we're having Funko is releasing the comic book accurate Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Funko Pop line for this holiday season. So you can get your uh, black and white turtles or your turtles with all just red headbands like you saw them in the original comic, the original Casey Jones. Dude, you can get a 1989 Batwing. All good stuff. I, I think I this is cool. Yeah, I purposely had this because I thought pepperoni would be able to yeah, talk to some pops. Yeah, I was going to figure out this seems like a last story. Yeah, it was. kind of like, uh... It was, per, it was per, you know, it was it was geared towards Lance. I didn't expect him to pivot and be like, well, I'm not fucking showing up today. But, you know... <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. So... I, well, I, I... Yeah, we don't need to talk about this much longer, but I do think this is cool. And, like, I know the conversation last week was stop putting the turtles in everything. They don't, oh, that's just... Fuck. You're shoehorning them in. But this is cool. Like... What's 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 cool about Funkos. it? What, what is well, Funko? Well, I'm not a Funko collector, yeah. but like it's the original, it's the original comic book versions, and so I think this is a fun little collector's item. What I'm trying to look at them just because they're all red now. They're the original comic versions, so you're you're like if you want all four turtles, you're gonna get four turtles that all look the same, except but for with where different they weapons. have their their oh, all okay. yeah. oh I see that. It, I don't think it was. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't think it was until the. 80s cartoon that it distinguished the different color Correct. headbands when they yeah. started making toys oh. of them, yeah, because they yeah. needed the kids to be able so, to. Yeah, this is this is, differentiate which turtles yeah. which. Makes this sense. is for someone in their you know mid to late 30s, early 40s that like was growing up when the turtles first came out. This is no, it was the cartoon that differentiated it first. Yeah, the toys. yeah, that's what he said. Oh, sorry. I'm oh, maybe at... I maybe I corrected the wrong way. Yeah. yeah. Because the producers, Kyle's, we can't have them all the same. Kyle's distracted. He looked up Halloween porn earlier, and now he's looking at chicks with their legs in the air. No, I'm looking yeah, at I'm the looking 19, at... I'm looking at the 1989 Batwing <laughs> Lego set. It's 200 bucks, and it's 2,300 pieces. Wow. Well, he's I a would, good boy. I would like year, to Kyle. find like I feel like there's a there's that section of like nerdum we haven't found anyone in yet, or. Been a part of it. There's got to be like hardcore Lego heads out there, don't you think? For two hundred bucks, oh, yes. Like hardcore. Like my my brother in law is a hardcore Lego guy. Like every like every Christmas, if you look at his Amazon wish list, it's nothing but Legos. And he is married, like, so I guess you I have guess our like, theories wrong. Hot toys, nuts, and, and that's what I say. Do you think there are more hot uh, Hot Wheels uh, fanatics or Lego fanatics as Lego. adults? Lego. Lego. I do, but I'm speaking anecdotally. I don't know a single person that's into Hot Wheels still, but I know several adults that are into Legos. So I don't know. That's just based on my personal. Kyle experience. seems like a Hot Wheels kind of kid. Are you a Hot Wheels kid, Kyle? Mm-hmm. Really? Surprised me. I, I liked guy. Hot Wheels growing up, but I not anymore. Although the Hot Wheels video game that came out was actually pretty good. My, See, my friend never... had it. I, I never got it. into Hot Wheels or Matchbox cars. I was like Micro Machines or um. What was it? A Nintendo Entertainment System Lego set. He's just Christmas shopping. What was it? What was the male version of Polly Pocket? <laughs> Wasn't it like Mighty Max or something like yeah, that? Dude. Or like yeah, dude. Little miniatures. I dressed up as Mighty Max on Halloween. Oh, dude, they got a Volkswagen bus. There you go. You need mm-hmm. that in your life. Yeah, Mighty Max was really cool. They had a cartoon show that lasted like one season. 
I loved that growing up. And that was probably my mom's favorite costume ever to make because it was nothing but a white shirt and jeans that she like sewed an, or a glued an M onto, a red M, and then it's like a red hat. Like that was the Mighty Max costume. But I dressed up that, that way for like my eight-year-old eight Halloween and I loved it. <laughs> oh, see, that said, yeah, they're at every con. They buy the shit out of those like, custom Legos. See, I don't pay attention to that shit at cons. Like, I, when I go to cons, I'm there for my own agenda and, Root beer. and hang and hang out, and I don't pay attention to like the other what other people are going after. That's interesting. I, like I guess San Diego, I do because you you hear about people fucking getting the exclusive hot toys or the exclusive like pops and and all that stuff. But most cons, I don't pay attention to that. Exclusives, exclusives. But I'll buy those turtles. I mean, you know, I'm a shell for I'm a shell for turtle stuff. So <laughs> I like the pun you're gonna try. You're a shell for turtles. Yeah, <laughs> I like turtles. I like turtles. So I'll definitely. Uh, Do they have the up. 1989 Turtles accurate movie pops out yet? Is that a thing? I don't know. I, don't know. I mean, they have turtles pops for everything. I don't a know bunch, if they have the yeah. movie accurate ones. It's I wouldn't. I would be hard pressed to say it'd be hard to make them movie accurate because it would just be the colored headband and stuff. But mm. I just like the like I like the figures that they came out with a few years ago that were the comic book figures where they're all like they have the tails and they look like they're straight out of the comics with the red headbands and and all that. So I'm kind of a like I said I'm I'm, I'm a shill for turtle stuff and I could definitely get behind this. If I had space to display it, I might actually pick these up, but I'm not planning on. Now, are these. you going to get the black and white ones? You, what do you think is cooler, the black and white ones or the green ones? You know, I think the black and white ones are pretty dope, but I would have I agree. Pretty cool. I, I, I like those, those better. Are probably expensive are going to be like exclusives and they're going to go for big money, but. That shredder one that's like black and white and the purple, that's my favorite one. Pops are a thing that like they just. I don't get them. Like. I don't get why, stupid. yeah, and yeah. how they can go for so much money, and they're they're nothing special. Like you can't move someone, them. Can't someone gave them. me two of them as a thing, and I just took them out of the box. My preacher. Oh, box. dude, Lance gets so mad about that. Yeah, I did the same Whoa. thing when oh. I got some. <laughs> is that Who is that? Bucky and? No, it's, uh, no, it's uh, a preacher. Preacher. Um, oh, Jesse Custer and Arseface. Oh. Yes, but I, I I didn't know anything about possible gifts, and I just opened them up like a toy. I'm like, all right, we're like, like no, like don't open them up. And I'm like, well, and I like how they're already in a box, but then they make protectors for the box mm-hmm. to yeah. put them in it. It's just like, I mean, comics, there's no protectors, so the bag and board is your protector. And now it's like, and then you put them in a box, and then you put them in a box. Yes, that's true. <laughs> but I don't know, man. I just I don't see the the like. I'm Hysteria not a. I'm not a big fan of much collecting really at all. I don't like to buy things and not take them out of the package. I will say that uh, I here's what I like about pop collectors. They're really easy to buy for. You know, like if you have a, someone who loves and collects pops, I mean, it's got to be easy. They're like here, hey, you. Man, I saw this. Boom! Here you go. You don't know Lance. Oh, he, because he, he I buy gifts. No- he sticks his nose up at your pops. Um, no, he didn't do that. Lance is a nice guy, but. He so last Christmas he's like he sent me a link for like three different pops and he's like hey if you want to get one of these for me that'd be great and I'm like okay that's fine if you want to tell me what you want like, 
No, that's well, we get each other gifts, and I am not a great gift shopper. Like, I'll get you a gift, but I'm not creative. You're so the bad it. gift person I, in the relationship. Yeah, I am. I really am. He gives great gifts, and I'm just like, uh, I know you like movies, and you don't have this one, so here's a movie. Because I just, I'm not creative that way. But so I love it when he just tells me buy this. So I did. I bought it. I like, like the kind of friendship that me and, and then he bought. Has. He we bought the freaking thing. He bought <laughs> um, the he bought it himself, and then I had to go return it and get him something else. Well, that yeah, but I mean, like that—that's his—that's on him. I know. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's why he's not easy to shop for because I'll buy it. And he already bought it. He's got no impulse control. <laughs> Out of all the years I've known Matt, he's never asked me what do you want for Christmas, and you know what I've never asked him? What do you want for Christmas? <laughs> You guys just sit on each other's laps anyway. That's a good friendship. And we just do talk you, about the first thing that pops up. Yeah. Do you get each other gifts? Nope. No. And that's okay. No. Lance and I do because he's a gift giver. And so I have to make sure I get him a gift. That's like literally, that's seriously how he shows his affection. Just like That, that guitar back there on my wall, the acoustic, he, he built that for me for my birthday this year. Like the man gives great gifts. He put a ton of money into that. So, like, I feel uh, obligated to make sure I give it. I can see it. Why does it say made in China? <laughs> <laughs> I built this with my bare hands, made in China. <laughs> uh, this is one I know he built it because I would go over to his house. Because it sucks. It. <laughs> I, it plays like shit. <laughs> no, it, plays, it plays okay. But I saw it in the various uh, stages of building. It's better wow. than what I had. I had like a $50 guitar that I bought like seven years ago. So, whatever he built for me is definitely better than that this is like when a guy like like throws some like something in the oven and like just kind of has some smell of something cooking and then he goes and orders like food and he's like oh yeah i made you this <laughs> so his guitar is like his, pots. his love life poorly made and sounds like shit <laughs> <laughs> uh it's a nice guitar max i like giving I, I like giving geek gifts to people because it's like hey this isn't it's it's a chance to kind of like buy something in a different fandom that you're not into, but you're like, all right, this is cool. Like, there's a sign something of this that I came across when I was looking at my shit. So here you go. I think giving giving gifts in our fandom is it, it's a double edged sword because you can even find something really cool to get someone, or they're gonna be like a pretentious snob about that. I'm like, well, it's not uh, this or you ooh, know, I'm gonna have this, this. for so and so. Nope, I think I'm just gonna keep it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's a, that's the hard part. Is like you get that on the bus, and you're like, "This looks pretty dope." This new Todd McFarlane Batman statue looks dope as shit. I'm gonna get this for nobody but myself. Yeah. <laughs> well, and like I don't know about you guys. I don't. I don't have tons of money to spend on my friends. So if I see like a really cool statue that's a hundred bucks, I'm not buying that for a friend. If I have the I budget for myself, maybe. I don't even have but, tons of money to spend on my family. I, I just, just no, I get stuff. it. I get it. So so Lance Lance usually gets $25 worth of budget. So he'll get something this year. You can him that Chili's gift card. I mean, <laughs> I don't like gift gifting cards. that he got from somebody else that he's re-gifting to him. I do have Chili's a gift. Supper. I do have a gift from Lance up here on my wall right now. I was just looking around. Everything else in here I bought for myself at cons and stuff, but but he did get me a a, a Boba Fett Star Wars thing that's pretty cool. It's not like unique. I think he bought it at Ross or something. So it's not like a collector. Oh, you should. But, but it's cool. Like I said, I'm not a snob about that. I think it's cool. But I do like that most of my stuff in here is custom from from it's an custom. artist at Comic Cons. That's oh, fun. I like to support those lo those local guys. You know. Look at this. Look at this guy. Humble brag. <laughs> Humble right? brag. It's didn't set Humble me back brag. that much money. 
Humble brag. Meanwhile, Matt's got like signed comics on his back wall. It's his bridge. Dude, that wall, Kyle's wall puts that wall to shame. Does it? Kyle, you well, the not green the green screen. one, but the one that has all his custom art on it and comics and yeah, stuff. Yeah, Travis has some cool stuff there. All that Hellboy art in the oh, background. Yeah. I go to the con, I decided early that when I go to an artist, I'm just going to get Hellboys, so I just have the same character on there. <laughs> That's, Kyle has Nightwing everywhere. Nightwing and Robin, like, yep. all over his wall. That's where he's got two different versions of Dick looking at each other on his wall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ooh, now I'm going to start doing, when cons start back up, we get to go, I'm going to start having everyone draw Damien. Yeah, you got to add that extra ramen in there, huh? A Robin. Add, ramen. Add <laughs> that extra ramen. What the fuck? What character would you up. like? I would like Robin. Yeah. Robin? No, 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 no. Ramen. Yeah. <laughs> That's coming out of a cup, man. Like the noodles. Yeah, I mean, uh, like, I mean, I don't really have, like, I started doing sketchbooks at cons, and I never really saw the, the like, joy in that. Just getting a, it's I awesome. Guess it is you, get art, you throw them in a drawer. Yeah. Well, I mean, I've got the Neil Adams one behind me with a Rick Grimes shooting the zombie. That's, and that's overproduced. He did that for a bunch of cons, but the the Spider Man right here, that's done by as a I got that done by Azacita at Free Comic Book Day a few years ago when we went to go get books signed by him, Kyle. Oh, and so, he drew Kyle. Yeah, so that's a custom Spider-Man from him. But custom. I have like a Miles Morales done by Santa Grace in a book, and I, I have some other stuff that I haven't really framed yet or put up, but I just never really saw the the bigger picture with like Jose go, fills up books. And, and Perrin does too. Jason Perrin that we know fills up books of custom art of characters and I just, I just don't see spending like. But you don't. The problem is, it's in a book, and you, and you set it down somewhere, and you don't. Right. You know, what I mean, it's not like on your coffee table or something. I like uh, the one character from different artists because then people come in, uh, and you're like, oh, what is this? Like this comic book character, but you get to see how a character changes based on like the artist, what they bring to it. It's like watching, like, oh, this is that same character, but just a different pen, like a different. This is very sketchy style. This is a very cartoony style, and they get to kind of like walk them through uh, the civilians on on the different types of art and how that affects the overall product of, of a character. It's like a, a kind of like a, a little mini lesson. I get to mansplain uh, comic art to people. Thank Listen, you. sweetheart, come on in here. This is how you do sketchy art over here. This is cartoony <laughs> over here. Now get your patushi on the bed over here. No. <laughs> just man's playing to get art and gone. I just feel bad because, like, you, everyone, how many people go up to an artist and be like, oh, will you sketch me Spider Man in here? Or will you sketch me Batman? Or it's like, they make Sometimes a lot of money. You on see, that. oh, I know they do. But yeah. like, what made me realize it is when we were all standing in line for George Perez. And I was like, draw Nightwing. And he was like, okay. Here you go. Yeah. And I was like, oh, Busting out those $5 sketches. And then I was like, hey. And then when I got back in line and went back through, and I was like, hey, will you draw Deathstook with the Infinity Gauntlet? And he was like, oh, oh. And he got all excited. And he started, you know what I mean? And like, it's like, and the, even the quality is like night and day. Like you could tell he was excited 
about uh no that's cool but like you know he's he's drawn a shitload of night wings it he you can tell it's it's done and over with but the the destro holding the infinity gauntlet made him so excited so that was uh, yeah i could i could see that yeah i don't know I'd... you don't know what what don't you know i mean that i was gonna guess say we'll no, to no, no, no. See. guess we'll have to wait and see were you trying to transition by saying you don't know no i wasn't i was just drawing a blank and what i was i was gonna say before you started that you you know how many people asked for spider-man or batman but the artists get excited when it's like an, an offshoot character or some a character that's not relatively asked you know draw me for, draw me like, kite man you yeah you hit it on the head when you said george perez drawing the infinity gauntlet death struck with the infinity gauntlet like i think that's one of the coolest pictures you have on your wall is that and, and like you're saying like you know i asked perez to draw spider-man so he's like oh okay and just you know rocks it out and five bucks away you go you know it's just like that custom piece yes sir but i I don't know it's cool but i still don't i don't just i don't see dropping two three hundred dollars on some of these artists for a custom Mm -hmm. a custom thing that you're gonna put like house that you're gonna put in your book and put in your drawer like if you're gonna hang it like you did travis or like brian from flipside has a really nice art wall um from uh, comic pages that he's bought and stuff like that like that's cool, but just putting it in a book and throwing it in a drawer, having books of stuff, it just doesn't doesn't appeal to me. No, that's, I, my favorite, that's my favorite Hellboy is the Jay Lee one. Oh, and they look, kind of look like Wolverine, and they're kind of cool. But sometimes you get like a custom one, and you come pick it up, you're excited, you're like, this one's kind of shitty. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> oh, kind of lame, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Obviously not a Hellboy fan, are you there, Andy Kubert? Uh, damn, you know they don't like throwing it out, man. No, I didn't get it. That would cost like 500 600 bucks. Not gonna do it, wouldn't be prudent. <laughs> Stick, Boy. <laughs> Stick Boy says, I want Batman drawn like Spider Man with Wonder Woman's lasso. Then you have the guys that come up, they're like, I want me and Wonder Woman in a hot tub. Uh, so remember this face and go. <laughs> yeah, remember this face. <laughs> Do you have a Polaroid to take a picture real quick? So I can snapshot it and and leave it with you. <laughs> <laughs> like that's why I got like that's why when we went to Phoenix Comic Con or Phoenix Fan Fusion a few years ago and Neil Adams was there, he just had tables uh, yeah. like a whole table of his art, and I was like looking at it, and of course he had the his iconic covers uh, and from batman and green lantern or green arrow green lantern and and all that stuff but i was like dude he drew a rick grime shooting a zombie like how dope and, is that and then talk shit about it yeah and then talk shit about it but i was like how dope is that so i was like i bought it because it was something you don't normally see from yeah, from yeah. neil adams you know so that's why i went with that one but all right moving on Kind of nice, yeah. So uh, we're getting, we're gonna, we're having Danny Rand no more as Danny Rand is leaving the moniker of Iron Fist behind, and that very uh, Spider-Man fifty homage cover there, where you got the suit in the trash can, uh, which leads to a, a brand new 
Iron Fist coming next year that is more, I guess, appropriate. If you want to go to the next slide, Max, we don't know. It's a great way to get a two for one because then you're going to get a new Iron Fist and then you're going to get a Danny Rand's going to eventually become some other new thing, right? So it's like, all right, two for one. What well, and this is being done by an, an Asian team, right? So it's a little bit more culturally correct. I know that that's some people have had issues with Danny Rand. It being looks a white like guy. Dick Grayson in a uh, <laughs> Iron Fist outfit. It, it's that Danny Rand is too white and rich to be heroic, <laughs> I guess. Yeah, because they're gonna be they're re-imaging him. The new character is gonna be more Asian centric. He's gonna be an Asian character. The creative team on it is all going to be of Asian descent. So they're they're pivoting the Iron Fist, which is gonna explode just to make more fucking first appearances of new characters. And I have a feeling that when Marvel brings back Iron Fist, it's gonna be this version. I have a feeling they're not going to bring back Danny Rand for the MCU. I mean, oh, I think Danny uh, yeah. Rand will just become something different. Like he'll be like Iron Supremist, Iron Claw. Yeah, Iron Supremist. Yeah. Yikes, Iron Claw. You said the whole team that's doing Iron Fist is Asian. The new Iron Fist team is going to be Asian. Yes, they're going to be of Asian descent. Sure, that's what the article oh, I read said. He's he's looking at. I can see the computer in his eyes. That's what the article I read said. Google eyes. That was the whole big thing about it. Is that it's going to be Asian creators? Not hard to find in the artistic comic book world, <laughs> right? I mean, I, I haven't read the article yet, but my understanding was it was an Asian creative team. I don't know if that means literally everyone on the team is going to be... Alyssa Wong and Michael YG's Iron Fist number one is the first <laughs> in a five-issue miniseries. And then J. Jay David Chung's. Ramos is the colorist. Yeah. So... Guys, I didn't want to say anything, but um, I guess we'll break the news. I'm on the creative team. Nice! <laughs> Born in the Philippines, lived in Asia for 26 years. I am on the team. I am in. I submitted I recommended my resume, and they said, you're in! You know, if that was true, I would be so freaking happy for you. That would be really yeah. cool. I think I'd have to have my podcast game. They'd be like, hey, uh, can you can jump us? I'm like, guys, I'm <laughs> Your mom says, now. I'm cool with it as long as there's a lot of iron fisting. Oh. Yeah, use the powers, unlike the freaking Netflix show. Actually be an iron <laughs> fist. <laughs> iron fist versus iron foot. <laughs> he has nice hair, so that has to count for something. It is quaffed. God, I wish I had hair like that. Like Me cool, too. like slicked hair. I just wish I had hair. Yeah, I just wish I true. had something left, man. Uh, man, I'm the only one on the panel today that's that's uh, follically challenged. Yeah. The rest of y'all actually that's... have hair. And I'm the youngest case. one here. It's a rare right, case on a uh, comic book nerd podcast. <laughs> Are you the youngest one here? Yeah, yeah, I'm 33. We've talked about this before. Mm. I know Travis. Travis looks the youngest, that's for sure. When Travis, you when you told me you were older than me, I was like, I could have sworn you were like 26. I feel threw in me, my bones, Kyle. I feel in my bones. Travis, I just want you to know that I'm still trying to to get Rent a Dad off the ground. 
but nice yeah you, yeah, you run in trouble with the law aaron's just not she's just not having it i'm just like you know like give him a trial basis like yeah, like we need a, a, a pilot's chance. a pilot episode what is this oh you weren't here for that episode yeah so run a dad so like if you're a kid growing up without a dad or your dad's in jail or you can't go give good parental advice you can pay travis to show up at your house and sit down and be like let me have a little talk with you son yeah and then give you some good fatherly advice and it's like big brother program but i'm getting paid and then we can i I think we can do this even matt i think we can obviously there's a day charge which i would prefer you know show a place a day even a week even but we could even do like uh mini lessons like uh you know 75 dollars for a lesson that means i'll come and i'll give them like a lecture as a dad (laughs) on a particular lesson 25 bucks to teach him how to shave yeah oh yeah 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 um, and those type of things. And as we discussed last time, Matt, and this is very important, I'm not exclusively rentable to children. Mothers can rent me as well. <laughs> Solid business model, man. That's right. <laughs> Completely on the up and up, okay? Mm-hmm. Completely on the up and I up. Mean, I mean, it's genius. You got that birthday party you don't want to go to, but... The dad's got to be there. Run a dad. You just call run, run a dad, dad and, and Travis and, fills in yeah. for you. And I can, I'll talk up need... the other dads. I'll, I'll talk up the other moms. And then if there's time left on the clock, I mean, who knows where the evening takes us. You need a family costume for a Halloween party, but you don't have, have the dad. Boom. Run a dad. I'm in there. And I, you awesome. know what? I'm really good at reading books to kids. I almost do it for a living. So like, you want me to tuck a kid in with a nice book? I'll read it to him. I don't care. I'll do the voices. <laughs> care you're like i just don't have a, a dad mustache fabulous enough for this conversation yeah call travis I'll, 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 travis yeah I, I am gonna write off polo shirts though for taxes though i'm gonna write off the polo shirts oh i think you could get i mean is there an upcharge for traditional you, dad look tucked in shirt socks up to the knees white oh sneakers. No, no, no 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 this no See, this is why you're not. This is why New balance Matt, shoes. Matt, we got we got to talk about this. I feel like <laughs> Kyle's creative vision is is not conducive to our brand. We're not looking for like lame dad. We're looking for cool hip dad. Oh, okay, cool <laughs> hip dad. <laughs> yeah, like you know, Kyle, you need a dad that can teach you how to drink someone under the table. You run out, Kyle, for a couple hours. You know. There's a different oh, dad for every that, situation. Kyle, Kyle's more a drunk uncle. Like, you want to rent a drunk uncle? <laughs> drunk uncle. <laughs> There's a different dad for every situation. Is your family gathering going too well? Well, then rent drunk uncle. Sure to bring intention <laughs> to any family gathering. I don't think Kyle likes this joke. No need to <laughs> supply him with side you, eye. No need to supply him with booze. He will show up drunk. Stick boy says Reddit dad went from legit to Vegas sleazy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll rock the dad bod. Heck yeah, I'm good there. I just yeah. Whenever Aaron Aaron's like, you, you gonna come to the baby shower? I'm like, nah. Rent a dad. Rent a dad. <laughs> <laughs> Call Reddit Dad. I'll get Travis over there. I'll play Rookie's all those split. baby shower games with a smile on my face. So I'm like, oh, yeah. okay. I'm changing the Snickers diaper. Ooh, <laughs> what's in there? Ah, you're, you're tasting the baby food without the labels on it. Yeah, yeah. that's that's smash peas. That's a uh, Yarlsberg. Uh, were you were you scooping the cotton balls? 
I've never been to baby shower, honestly. (laughs) They don't invite me to those. Renadad. You will not with Renadad. Yeah, but her baby shower is not co-ed. Do it's guys not, have right. baby? Uh, guys are now invited to baby showers, right? That's the well, yeah, some people, ones, yeah. Some people do. Now. I didn't go to my ba- my wife's baby shower. That was all her and the and the ladies. Nice. I mean, or I not? Mean, I don't care. I have really this. No, I, I, have no I, I have no horse in this race. I have no inter- I had no interest in going. I didn't care. It was her thing. It was to celebrate her as the mom, and she loved. Did it. they do like a? Uh, no, that's bridal thing where they do like a to- toilet paper bridal dress. Like a no, she didn't want any like games and stuff. Some girls like games um, for theirs. And then there's the baby moon. That. Then there's like a christening. Christening if you're religious. Then there's there's a lot of events around yeah, the... marriages and babies. Them. Yeah, we didn't do the baby moon, but that was uh, we were going to, but COVID happened, and so we couldn't go. We actually had something booked and had to cancel it. To the moon? No. <laughs> we were just, we were just gonna do a trip to Galveston. Jeff, Jeff Bezos will just launch into space because you're having a baby. Yeah, you can come out of my cock rocket, no problem. Just just get all up in I here. I bought both my kids' acres on the moon. <laughs> Remember that when that was a thing where you could buy acres of the moon? No, no. I didn't know that was a thing. You didn't know that's a thing? No, no. I know you can buy stars. Yeah, you could buy uh now I'm buying a star moon. for someone sounds like now, shitty gift. The popular one the now is in Scotland, if you own like a certain amount, like I think it's like like six by six inches in a certain thing, then you automatically become a lord. So people are buying like these six inches by six inches plots of land in this particular place in Scotland, so then they are officially lords. <laughs> Left over to the, your mom says, What the fuck is a baby moon? All I got was a month of hospital bed rest. And leftover Ziggy says, What? I want to buy the moon. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> can you you can't actually own out a piece of outer of the moon, can you? Because isn't space considered like maritime law almost? Like I mean, we came over here and just took land here. I guess. And that's decided what we do. it was we like, just take shit. We bought in the Louisiana purchase. We just they just decided all this on this side of the Mississippi was ours. Let's clarify because I want to make this clear to Kyle. If he did buy what if, if he did buy part of the moon. Now, Kyle, if the moon is ever inhabited, you realize you don't get those two acres of the moon that you bought. Is that what you're thinking here, bud? I got do you deep. think that eventually when we when we start settling the moon or putting stuff on the moon. Do you think you have a, a real claim to your two acres up there? Yes, sir. <laughs> got a deed and everything. Wow. Bill of sale. I mean, that would be legit if you actually did get claim to that land, but I don't think anyone has the right to actually grant that right. Kyle's going to be up there. Get the fuck off my property. Yeah. Stick oh, with should... Kyle owns all of Uranus. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, here I'll, I'll Google it. <laughs> yeah, good. it's like it's like twenty five to eight hundred dollars. Twenty five to eight hundred dollars to buy a piece of the moon, huh? Acres, yeah. Are you in the dark side? <laughs> Your mom says I thought Transformers owned the moon. Only the dark side of the moon. Ish says China has claimed the moon now. I thought. Oh, so then when you buy your acreage, do you get a something back saying made in China? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, legit, legit. You get a little moon model that says "Made in China" and a copy of Iron <laughs> Fist Number One, the new. <laughs> it says, "Who got this moon money from you, Kyle?" 
People are intrigued about you buying the moon, Kyle. He's buying other stuff right now is what he's doing. Oh, there he is. Oh. Lunarland. See? 20-acre land on the moon. You get a deed. Look, moon. I'm, I'm going to tell, tell you right now, I know this is legit because look how legit that website looks. Look at the graphics on that. Dude, it looks like, look, it it, looks it, like a, a PC version of Where in the World is Carmen Sandiego graphics from like 1997 dude. you got going on here. Hey, they are the Earth's oldest and most recognizable lunar real estate company. Look at that, dude. 50 acres for 500 bucks. Ooh, did click on it. Does it tell you like where like click on click into one of those? Yeah, you you it tells you where on the moon it is. So you can look it up in like a telescope. Yep. Click into one of those. Okay. Let's see if we can get him slappy enough to accidentally click purchase. <laughs> Mark's the exact oh, location map. of the purchase lunar land. Oh, you gotta add, you gotta pay extra for the map if you want to know where your shit is. <laughs> 29 bucks, it says. You can get a little fucking uh, <laughs> yeah, freaking DLC certificate. So but... It's thirty bucks for the deed. If you want to know where it is, it's another thirty bucks. And if you want the you want a digital codes, download, ten bucks. The codes, yeah. Right here, though. I mean, see, look, all new celestial property owners you get land coordinates will automatically be recorded in the official lunar land registry. I think I'm just going to start printing up certificates that's like for like different places, like part of Pluto. I bought it for you and make it look legit and just send it to people and be like, hey, there's this place where you can buy parts of Pluto. I bought this for you. Here's the deed to it. What if you, what, what, if you frame look, it, it looks real nice for sale for <laughs> sale. What was the, the it, it's stored with scrolling, Kyle. It's stored with the. International Association of Human Planetary Explora Exploration. That's legit. That's legit, boys. Google it. I'm gonna. I'm, gonna I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Kyle. I, that's my apologies. That's my bad. I, sorry, I'm gonna buy I some moon land, and then when they start drilling for oil on the moon, you can strike it rich, like Jed Clampett. That's that's smart move. Kyle's ahead of the curve. Mm -hmm. Told you, man. You guys fucking laughed at me, but you know what? When I bought it, it was cheaper than that. If you buy, if <laughs> Dick you buy, Boy a, says, was this website made in DOS Pro? <laughs> if you if you buy like tons and tons of acreage, is it like a stock where you basically own the majority share in the moon, and then you can start, you know, claiming control over things? Like for example, if you buy the majority share of the moon, do you get royalty rights for the song Moon River? Do you get uh, like Denny's Moon Over Hammy like that? Moon over my of... You get an automatic free Moon is over my Hammy for life from anything Denny's. Moon associated, being, yeah, yeah, for being an owner of the Moon. Uh oh, they made that Mars one off limits. Buymars.com. Oh, look at this! You know it's real. It's on fucking Twitter. Also, no, international human it doesn't exist according to Google. <laughs> the United Federation of Planets. Debunked. Yeah. Yeah, but who the fuck is this guy? 
No, he Google, even, Google. He doesn't International, even have a blue check mark. Google International Association of Human. Now, now Kyle's gonna Google this guy, and he's gonna go into this dude's fucking background. Rabbit hold. Uh oh, he looks important. He's got glasses. That means he's smart. Absolutely. Who the fuck is this guy? He looks official with that little smirk on his face. Yeah. He's a smirky little guy. He's got a lot of photos on there. He's on GitHub. I don't think we want to question him. Your mom says fake news. (laughs) (laughs) Kyle Kyle will be (laughs) president of the moon someday. He's a space system engineer with a special love for Matt and special communications and software-defined radios. (laughs) Nice. Kyle's guy knows what he, it seems like he knows what he's talking about. I don't know. I don't know. He, lo- I, he looks like scientific version of Moby. Yes, he does. I guess we'll see. Dude, Kyle's out of the curve, man. If I he don't know, man. I guess we'll see. On the moon. I'm always... Dude, when they go to colonize the moon, do you know how much money you're going to make when they come to you and they're like, Kyle, <laughs> we need to buy your, your plots, man. Look at this. For one acre, you only get futuristic packaging. <laughs> yeah, you don't get you don't get your name printed on the deed. Look at this right here. Yeah. <laughs> don't be fooled by phony lunar land companies with no claim. Tell me you're a scam without telling me you're a scam. <laughs> <laughs> That's what this screams. <laughs> hey. Oh, she's legit. She seems like she knows. She's how happy like, she is. It's all frayed. Yeah. <laughs> Look how happy she it's is. It's not even frame, it's like laminated. <laughs> Yeah, and it looks like something totally something else was in her hand, and they just like, yeah, <laughs> change the opacity of that to like look at look this. Like a few so celebrities who have purchased land on the moon, not they're in the all company Scientologists. Of Scientologists. <laughs> <laughs> they're all Scientologists. Look, both captains, yeah, and both yeah. captains of Star Trek: Tom have- Hanks, Tom Cruise, Mick Jagger. All these are all emotionally uh, uh, unstable people. <laughs> Who's a Don, who's a dude in the lower right hand corner underneath McJagger? That's right a here? Coppola. It's, it's William Shatner, apparently. No. <laughs> Harrison Ford. Harrison Ford. <laughs> They're all off. Is that Wozniak? Steve Wozniak. Yeah, this is Wozniak. Oh. Yeah, okay. Wozniak. Look, dude. I mean, yeah, George. I mean, George Lucas is there. Diane, uh, you know. No man, dude. Legitimately though, it's good. It's good spending your money. Barbara Walters. It's, purchase. it's legit. Dude, it used to be like really cheap, man. It's gotten expensive to buy. You, you uh, know, you know, it'll be legit when they start taking Dogecoin or or uh, Bitcoin to be able to buy lunar property. Here, their live support. Oh, here we go. My friend told me this is fake. What says you? Yeah. Question mark. For all those listening back, Kyle is typing in the live support chat it's box. It's fake news. Vigorously. Your mom says it's fake news. Ish is calling you out. Ish is like, I feel like this is really dumb because to own an inch of the moon, you have to physically be there and claim it in person. Mm-hmm. You gotta rock it up there. Maybe they're I just getting. Don't crush ready. our dreams, mom. Maybe they're just getting things ready, and oh, then when it. you you move, when they go send another man to the moon, he's just gonna have a bunch of flags. It's gonna say property. The guy of. who loves Star Trek thinks that the owning an acre of the moon is dumb, right? Um, 
I could buy an acre in another state and never step foot on it. That's true. Kyle, Kyle that was an incorrect back. statement, sir. What was? I don't know. I was just using. Isn't that your catchphrase? No, sir. That's an incorrect statement. Ah, I screwed it up. They're not uh, responding to me. It says your uh, your position in queue is one, so you're waiting. So I'm the only person waiting. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it says so. Uh, you are ignoring interstellar law. <laughs> you're like a moon pirate. Dude, okay. says, oh, now we need to buy a rocket. <laughs> oh, here we go. Now we're looking up interstellar law. This is exciting. A lot more exciting than when we were talking about Bregos and shit. I got to go, boys. It's been a pleasure. All right, Travis. Have a good one. Coming on, yeah. Travis. Appreciate you. you too. Take care. Your mom says... I knew a guy who used to make fake I named a star after you certificates and give them to girls he was trying to fuck. Was his name Ish? Was Dude, it Ish? worked. <laughs> Even leaving a flag doesn't claim your land. You actually have to physically be there until someone comes and removes you with force. No, no, no. That's called a squatter. Then you have a whole different set of rights. <laughs> right? <laughs> like you can just live in someone's house for free. He had to go. He had things to do. Remember, it's it's what, like Saturday at, Saturday morning over there? Yeah, we told him we were going to do an hour show, and he stayed an extra 30 minutes. <laughs> he always wonders why they were never impressed. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> it's an interstellar law, motherfuckers. <laughs> interstellar law was a series of enacted... Is that from fucking Star Trek? It is. The it's whole fact even. that says interstellar law and treaties, Star Trek minute. Min- oh, I didn't even see that. <laughs> Star Trek wiki. Well, fuck you guys. When I go to the moon and have acreage, Papa Squawk you, writes, you suckers can sit here on this dying planet. <laughs> yep. I'll wave to you from the moon. Fuckers. I hope so it works out for says, you. So 62 million for a rocket. Whoa, Sticks Boy, we're not going there. <laughs> can we get NFTs of the moon? You can get NFTs of the moon. I know just the guy that can talk to you about those NFTs. Oh my god, dude. <laughs> that's if he still has an in- uh, that's if he still has a presence on the internet. Oh my god, dude. Let's all take a rocket to the moon and do a live show from there. Let's do it. That would be legit. Look at that. NFT moon by virtual land. <laughs> For the moon metaverse. Let's see what this is. Buy an NFT moon certificate and get a virtual piece of land. In the moon so metaverse. this is what I'm calling bullshit on. This one, not that you can actually buy land on the moon for 30 bucks. Prove to me you can't. <laughs> it says Kyle could just yell, All mine. Fuck <laughs> yeah, bitches. Just hey, once the moon opens up, go over there, sit on your land, get some squatter rights. This is fucking I won't need squatter rights. I got a deed. <laughs> hey, 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 motherfucker. I own this. Get out of here.
Get off my land. That's going to hold up. Kyle's going to be president of the moon. I said it in the chat. I stand by that. Oh, absolutely. Dude, fuck yeah. Kyle's going to be president of the moon, and on trick-or-treating nights, he's going to throw all the pumpkins at people's doors. International Lunar Land Registry. Oh, that's good. International in its name. You know it's legit. We deliver everywhere around the world. What the fuck is this? Sea of Rains? (laughs) What the fuck is this shit? (laughs) It says NFT Moon. (laughs) Laugh my ass off. This is a scam. Stick Boy says lawn chair and hose to keep people away. Get off my lad. Your mom says, gotta get up there and spray your territory. Look at this. Their price per acre is a hundred. Look at that. 151.44. Damn. That's expensive. For something you can never actually own. Yet. Yet. You own it. You just the the problem is getting there. (laughs) It's a vacation spot. That that is right now is the the true problem. Acquiring the land is easy. That's what Travis was talking about. It says you can buy a plot of land in Scotland big enough to plant a tree, and you get Lord and Lady of that land. No, you I can't because I have to be able to step on it and put a flag there. (laughs) <laughs> the best part is checking into hotels and flights as Lord and Lady. There you go. Is that Isha's picture? The moon is closer to the Mars. Yeah, that is Isha's picture, it looks like. He's looking very yeah. like Crocodile Hunter. He almost looks like he's fucking from Destination Truth. <laughs> yes, he does. <laughs> very Destination Truthy. Oh, man. Hmm. Your mom says, stick boy, a paintball gun is more effective than keeping people away. Wouldn't you be wouldn't you be pissed if you ended up getting an acre in a crater? <laughs> yeah, that would suck. Be awesome. In a crater? Yeah. Dude, you could never get out of it, man, because it's fucking so deep you're stuck. Well, like when they when you colonize them, so you just build your wall up around it and you build your little house in the middle of the crater and then just play video games. Moon. Yeah, get your little moon vehicle to drive out of there. Look at that, dude. All information is confidential and will not be shared with any outside party. That's awesome. That way I can own my digital piece of the moon in peace. Knowing it's secure. It says, no, because Scotland already owns that land. Scotland is different than the moon, Kyle. <laughs> Pulling out interstellar law on your ass. I guess. What happens what? if you oversell it? Like if you accidentally sell it. Yeah, see if you resell it. Can you resell the piece of the moon that you own? I can't believe people are watching us do this. <laughs> Hey, people are out and they're wanting to know. We're on a journey together. How much of the moon can you purchase? There you go. Right there. I see. Dennis Hope's sale of land on the moon is not legal. What? Right there. Dennis Hope's says the fuck is sale Dennis of Hope? land on the moon isn't legal. 
Well, right there from Forbes. No one can sell land on the moon, it says. Who the fuck is Dennis? Right here. Who's Dennis Hopes? You are... You were scammed, sir. But this guy can't... Oh, God, I hate that. No, I don't want to subscribe to you. stuck i'm stuck it's just spinning well you can't buy it from dennis (laughs) dennis was a scam get your ass to mars it says going to i'm fucking going to all right well we learned a lot about bob on the moon want to get into your top five comics yeah, let's do a little. Let's talk a little bit about comics tonight. So, a little bit more, uh, you know, being that Halloween is in a couple of days, a little bit more uh, horror, spooky vibe on on this week's top five comics of the week. Uh, let's go ahead and get a number five. Number five, uh, House of Slaughter. Number one, huge book, massive copy amount of copies printed this week. Uh, you may know Aaron Slaughter as Erica's handler and rival, but before he donned the black mask, Aaron was a teenager trained within the House of Slaughter. Surviving within the school is a tough enough, but it gets even more complicated when Aaron falls for a mysterious boy destined to be his comp- competition. Have you read House of Slaughter yet, Kyle? No. Here's an article right here that says it is now legal to buy it. Acres on the moon. There you go. We need we need Snopes to look into this. Um, House of Slaughter. I I was kind of lost because I'm not. I I've started reading um, like bits and pieces of Something's Killing the Children, but I'm kind of lost because I'm not up on Something's Killing the Children. Um, I just I kind of bought this one this book this week to to feel like I was co- part of the cool kids and jumped in there and I didn't, I didn't hate issue one. Uh, I liked it enough, but it was definitely not my favorite book this week. That's how I put it on a tone. Number five. Number four, vinyl five. This is the penultimate issue. There's one more issue you left the vinyl. Again, if you're into like the old school plastics or like just crazy like slasher book, vinyl is, is the book for you. Uh, Madeline's Bunker of Abominations comes face to face with Walter's Blood Crazy Psychopath. This book is insane. There's a dude who, who likes vinyl music, goes around and killing people in a teddy bear mask. There, there were two twins that were murders that died, and the chick made like a mask and suit out of their bodies. It jumps in like this vat of blood. It's a, it's a gnarly book. If you like like ultra violent stories about serial killers, kind of like plastic um, and other stuff from Image, I would definitely say check out Vinyl. It is only six issues, so there's one issue still left to come. But it is a, it's a good read if you're into that kind of stuff. Number three, number three, Ice Cream Man. Um, it's Ice Cream Man twenty six. Are you still reading that? Yeah, some families completely uh, are completely sideways. This is an unsettling tale of addiction in the family tree. So, what's cool about this book here is that the minute you open it, so it's like you know you you're holding it like a normal comic book, and then the minute you open it, it tells you to turn the book 
rotate your book 90 show, degrees clockwise show us Let's so that this. way you read the whole book like this instead of like you read a normal comic book and the whole huh. thing is like this dude and so it's it's this dude named michael talking about his family tree and he's he's climbing down his family tree to to deal with his battles of addiction and he gets down and he like falls to the roots and he sees his unborn daughter at the roots of the tree and talking to her about like you can beat my addiction maybe you can and she's like well maybe i'll be the one to overcome it and and all that and then as he starts climbing out he goes to like the next set of roots up which is like his ancestors and they're all like drinking in a bar and just kind of like feeding to his addiction of alcoholism and and all that so it's a very very interesting take on yeah you read it like a wall calendar exactly um it's a very interesting take on your family tree like addiction and how addiction runs through your family and, and things like that so i actually kind of found it kind of just interesting but yeah i am still reading ice cream man go it says hilarious that they have to tell you to turn it sideways as if you couldn't figure it out the moment you looked at it right I don't know, man. I see a lot of people do a lot of things you think is just <laughs> common sense and that it just doesn't like sit in. Uh, number two for me this week is Spider-Man. The Beyond Corporation has returned and this is your chance to meet the people who have brought you the new and improved Spider-Man. There's a target on Spider-Man's back and one of his classic villains is out for blood. So if you're not reading Spider-Man to catch you up, it's a new creative team. Ben Riley's back. He is now Spider-Man. The Beyond Corporation has bought and trademarked, has brought the trademark to the name Spider-Man. So, uh, because back way back in Superior, when Doc Ock was inhabiting Peter's body and started the, uh, you know, the Parker Industries, he copywrote or the name Spider-Man. But Peter, when he came back, never re-upped that copyright. So, the Beyond Corporation buys it. So Ben Riley's back as Spider-Man. Peter's in a coma after a nuclear uh, fighting in a bunch of nuclear villains. Your Peter um, was in a coma for a while. He will, yeah. Mine too. It happens. That's what to I the best said. Yours. Yeah. Happens I didn't say mine. I said you. Oh, well, oh yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, I agree <laughs> with you. My Peter's always in a coma. You can never get it to wake up. <laughs> to wake up. Well, you did once. I did yeah. once. Yeah. <laughs> for sure. One and done. So I always say. Um, but so this is actually like since Ben Riley took over, this is his first issue where Peter is not in this issue at all. Uh, he goes in and he has a confrontation with Michael Morbius, and the very last uh issue or the very last panel is Morbius biting Ben Riley on the neck. So we're gonna see what happens to him moving forward. Good read. Amazing Spider-Man has been real good now that the the new creative team has been taken over uh, with the return of Ben Riley. I'm, ex- I'm excited to see where it, it keeps going. Forward. And number one, Robin. Robin battles for the secrets of the eternal life against the deadliest killers on the planet. And he reads uh, manga. And he reads manga about him and his girlfriend, Flatline. If you're not reading Robin, man, Robin's probably one of the best books. Other than Nightwing, Robin's one of the best books in DC right now. Would you agree, Kyle? Like it's I do, I concur. If you're if you like Damian Wayne in his brash cockiness and Mortal Kombat, like it's your perfect mashup because it's based it, it is Damian Wayne. 
enters a Mortal Kombat tournament throughout the DC universe. And it's it's super dope. And you're about to the final panel, you're about to see the final fight of the tournament, which ends up being uh Damien versus Connor Hawk. So we're gonna see how that that plays out in the next nice. couple issues. But if you're not reading Robin yet, what are you waiting for, man? You can't you can't ask for more than DC characters in a Mortal Kombat tournament. That's not injustice. Which, by the way, that Injustice movie's got awful. I Is heard it? it was bad. I, yeah. I heard it was pretty bad. But, you know, as always, remember to support your local comic book stores, local comic shops. We appreciate your business. Business. Did you pick up anything interesting emphasis. to read this, Kyle? This week, Kyle? I did get something kind of cool this week. Ooh. Shout out to Ish and Bill. Hooking me up with this Venom number one, Todd that's cool. That is super cool. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, they hooked me up. Is I've been signed? wanting this for a while now. It's not signed. Todd, before I won't sign it. Why? He ref- because, um, he they printed this without his knowledge and he doesn't work for Marvel and it was his art and they did it anyway. Uh, so he refuses to sign it. It's one of the books he refuses to sign. So, but this came out a while ago. It's just it says honorable mentions to DC versus vampires and Task Force Z. I didn't read any of those. I'll tell you what, though. I think the best cover of the week, in my opinion, hands down, goes to King Spawn number three. Look at this cover. I think that cover is beautiful. The people, the little kids trick or treating as Wonder Woman. Batman. Yeah, I didn't get one because it was too expensive at my comic book store. And then the like ice cream man with the knife, like that's, I think that's a super dope cover. Yeah, that is cool. <laughs> Leftover Ziggy said Todd the Drama Queen. A little bit about that book he is. Yeah, he so. refuses to sign it. Remember that was one of the ones that he showed up. Whoops! What the fuck was that? I knocked over my cup. My cup, man. But those are all the books I read this week. If you have a different top five or you picked up something that I'm not reading or we're not reading that you think we should, let us know in the comments below. But yeah. What what do you guys uh why don't you uh go ahead and pitch MCM tomorrow night, Kyle? What do you guys got going on in MCM tomorrow night? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you don't know. <laughs> mm. It's gotta be better than last week. No way. Last week was gold and sad that nobody will watch it. It had about a thousand views before we uh, <laughs> took it down. Oh, did something dramatic happen? I oh, yeah. Fucking craziness. It was crazy. Stick Mayhem. Yeah, I was there the, the week before when you guys were talking about DC Fandom, but I I didn't catch uh, I didn't catch this one. Let's just the say first... there was a hated de- heated debate over NFTs. Oh. Stick Boy says last week was great. See, I told, dude, people like it. People like it. It was. It, it was different. <laughs> it says I can't well, believe the, Matt was on that. I'm show just wondering why everything. you guys. Just wondering why you took it down. Because YouTube violations? No. Oh, okay. We did it to not get sued. Ah. All right. Let the no. there was a girl fight. 
<laughs> Your voice cracks me up. Yeah, I can't help it because it's going in and out from screaming at the game yesterday. Blow, pack, blow. No, sir. Your mom says she is seriously, seriously disappointed that she missed it. Um, that's what happens when you have fucking company over to go watch Full Metal Jacket instead of your husband being on the show. So it's your own fucking fault. <laughs> yep. But um, so you guys, you haven't planned your show yet. Your mom jumped in quick enough to say, "Hey, I'm watching Full Metal Jacket. I'm out." <laughs> Well, you know what? If your mom should have watched. Your mom should have watched. It was crazy, though. It was fun. It was insane. I made a reappearance over there. All I know is I I got up to go to the bathroom. And I came back and fucking shit hit the fan. And I came back going, what the fuck is going on? No, yeah. I'm not who all, who, just who all was on that time? So it, the show started out with me, Sticks Boy, and uh, this other guy. And then Brian came on to do like a Baltimore recap. So I only picked out a few topics. And then me, Sticks Boy, and other dude were going to like kind of go through the motions of the show as they were, there's supposed to be all these different people on at Baltimore. And like all like the whole cast of flip side was supposed to like cycle in and out to talk about, you know, how cool Baltimore was. McClay gets on for like 30 minutes, goes, All right, I'm out. <laughs> and I was like, oh fuck. Yeah, Sticks Boy talked about Doctor Who. That was kind of cool. So I, I it was me and Sticks Boy, and I was like, All right, there's only three of us. I, I never podcasted with Sticks Boy and the other guys, so it was, we were biting. Yeah, yeah, because I just, I wasn't used to them. So I kind of put out an APB for other people that solo, like, for like Matt and Solo to help me because I was having, I was having trouble. And, uh, and fucking, and, uh, and then Marco pops in, like, it's going all right. Like, Matt pops in. We're all talking about Spider-Man. We're having fun. We're doing all this shit. Then Marco comes in, man. He's fucking wasted. So fucking wasted. And then we were talking about NFTs. Like I, this guy had introduced me to this NFT site, which I thought was pretty cool. And I just figured it was at least something cool to talk about. Well, Marco did not agree that that is something to talk about. And he just fucking... Flipped out. Yes, taxes. <laughs> yes, he flipped out. For somehow, Marco interpreted as the guy was telling everybody not to pay the IRS. Isn't that what it was? Uh, yeah, that's what he thought. Yeah, that's yeah, that's how Marco interpreted it. Yeah. Because he was talking about NFTs, about because what it is is like they're comic books, they're like the augmented reality stuff now. So it's like comic books that you can you buy NFT form, but also read, and you can resell them for for gems on this site. And I was like, well, how does that transition into real money? How do you get paid? 
and he was like, they haven't gone that far yet and, and explaining it. And I was like, well, you know, someone said something about taxes. I was like, well, you know that it, it, he was like, no, it's not taxed. And I said, at some point, the government's going to get theirs. Like when As I saw this right now, he's 100 percent correct. Yeah, you're not being taxed. And he's 100 percent correct when you buy like but like when you buy crypto or any stocks or anything like that you're, you're taxed on it you're going to get sent a, a 1099 the government's going to get theirs and he, so he said he's like right now you're not taxed and marco was like what the fuck not pay your taxes and, yeah, pay he's taxes. Right. And, yeah he's right you it's like how the internet was before like you used to go on ebay you buy something you weren't taxed on it you sold yeah. something you didn't a lot of people didn't claim it on their taxes right it's the same, you know what I mean? So you go on a site, it's just like right now, if you went on a site and you bought a comic book, you go on, you buy these gems, You, it's a dollar a gem, you go on and, I mean, you know what I mean? And then what they're doing is there's, they'll, they'll release 20,000 editions of a comic book. And they're, you know what I mean? Like I bought a comic book and it was 2,356 of 20,000. So I have, you know what I mean? I have an actual number associated with my digital copy. And like you have a chance to buy, to get variants and things like that, that you can sell for more money. Kind of just like the actual comic book game. But like you can go on and buy like the Starship Enterprise NFT. And you can get like the Borg and you can get like statues, NFT statues. And it's, yeah, it's augmented reality. So you can put it up so it looks like it's sitting on a shelf. When you look at it, that's, a, that's I, an interesting idea, and that's how I took it. it. Well, it's something cool to kind of talk about, and Marco just fucking he did not agree. He just flipped the fuck is this, out. Is this like when there was a conversation on one of your guys' shows? I watched that video, by the way, about um, Connor being gay. That was that was quite a. If you want some spirited conversations, please. Tune in to Tales from the Flip Side. They've got some spirited conversations at times. It's entertaining. <laughs> but yeah, I just thought it was cool. Marco did it. He just flipped out on this dude. So oh, we ended up, and it wasn't like he wasn't being like, he wasn't like poking fun at the dude. Hmm. Like he was, he was legitimately like ready to fight. He was like, I'll yeah, give like my he, address. <laughs> he said, he mentioned something about a gun. Oh my goodness. Holy crap. He kept saying, I'll see you when I see you. It was like, oh my God, dude. It was something about like the Michigan flag. He was like a gun. Yeah, the Michigan flag, a gun in one hand and and we're waving hello with the other or something like that. Like he wasn't threatening him with a gun, but he did say, if you know, I'll see you when I see you and I'll give you my address. But yes, Kyle's right. He did mention a gun, but I'm all all over NFTs. Yes. Yeah, it was, Goodness gracious, it, our world is just it got going wild. crap, dude. It got and like you know. Goodness then, gracious! Like so, we pulled uh, we pulled the video. It sounds like maybe that was a good idea based on the context you're starting to give now. Yeah, we 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 pulled the video. <laughs> good entertainment, leftover zaggy. Zaggy like that, yeah. <laughs> it was exciting, good entertainment. I'm sure watching it, and then like Marco, then he starts flipping out on the audience. He started. To, Flip it out on the listeners, man. And like people that were like telling them to shut up, man. He was like flipping out on them, making fun of their names and shit. It just got out of hand. That at one point oh. he was legitimately going to show his dick on I the screen. I swear to God, I was like, oh man, he's going to whip his dick. Like, out, he, st- like he stood up to like show us his underwear and stuff. I was like, oh God, here we go. 
but so we pulled it and the dude was messaging me and he wanted a copy of the video back. He wanted he's been asking for a copy of the video for his own records. Lived it, bro. So like that's not a good sign. Yeah. Why would he need a copy of it? That's why you watch Modern Carl Mayhem for the mayhem. And that's it lived up to its name. Yeah, <laughs> but, but the mayhem, there's still mayhem going on about it. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's still not. Well, hopefully tomorrow's a much better show. Less uh, less issues. You don't have to pull it down. I hope it's a good time. I got into a lot of a lot of stuff. But but I was see Aaron, I was just there at this point. And like I wasn't causing it. I wasn't instigating it this time. I was just kind of there. So you were we were all of just it. kind of there. <laughs> we, yes. <laughs> like, uh, and, and then like, I was trying to like, and, and I picked like, and I was pretty, I had drank a lot. Like I probably drank like 12 white claws during that show. He was white girl wasted. <laughs> I was white girl wasted. And I felt so bad. I kept trying to circle back to like, make it better but i just kept digging a hole because it just would like start again that's when you just move on just go to a new topic all right we've talked about this too long because it kept coming back it kept coming back the the chat Uh. was the chat was instigating it so like it just kept coming back like he would try to move on but it just kept circling back like he would say something like can i get an nft of that and then it fucking Uh. circle back and start all over again that's fair I've definitely run into that before. I'm and then the chat started being like, and... "Send me your address, bro. I'll come find you." Like it just got out of control. Dude, people started saying "fucking Marco 316" and "fucking <laughs> yeah, Marco, Marco with, vengeance. with vengeance," and it just fucking <laughs> just got like, like yeah, we, that's right, Ziggy. Damn chat, lol. The fucking the the Rodney with a Y. Yes, I missed that one. I just caught it in the chat. Rodney with a Y. So yeah, he was and he was saying Rodney, Ronnie. Who the hell spells Ronnie with a Y? But it was actually Rodney, and he's like, "You got this little butt tickler right here." <laughs> and I was like, "Oh my god!" Now he's a, like he's attacking people in the chat. Now he started attacking Solo Wookie. Solo Kree's like, fuck this, I'm out of here. Solo it, just, I love when Solo comes in the chat. He doesn't usually stick around like for the whole show, but he just comes in, throws out some ridiculous comments, and they're funny. I, to I be love fair, Solo like that. To, to be, be fair, fair, I thought it was shitty for, for that dude that it happened, but it was funny as fuck to, to be an ex- to experience. Was he like a guest on the show or something? Yeah, he was just... so the last few weeks we had been going, Hey, you think you could be on the podcast? Reach out to us. And he was a listener, so we reached out and he said, Hey, I'd like to try to give it a, uh, a shot. And I was like, Oh, sweet, come on this week, you know, like because Brian wasn't going to be there until he was on with Baltimore, Sam wasn't on, ish fucking bitched out. Fucking, <laughs> so I was like, Shit. I, you know what I mean? I like you know, and then like I'm so glad like Dick's voice like stepped up too, and he can roll with the punches, so that's cool, man. He had fun with it, but like it was crazy. Oh man! So you know, if you guys don't do modern comedy mayhem, come on over this week. Eh, never know what's gonna happen over there. 
It's mayhem, boys. I know what's not going to happen next week. <laughs> no, it's so, not going to happen. The good stuff. Did, I felt you guys... bad, dude. I felt so bad. I... Do you have the normal crew on tomorrow? Like, is Ish and Sam on tomorrow? Ish, give them your answer now. I think Ish already committed. Ish, let the people know. Even Corbin was there, too. Yeah, Corbin was. That's right. Corbin was there. Corbin was there. He got, He came in the middle of that, too. Was he See, in the stick, chat or on the panel? No, he was on the panel. Sticks had a good time. He said, anytime you want me yeah, back, just say so. Sticks had a good time. Oh, it was fun. Same goes for you, Matt. Awesome. I will I will definitely keep that in mind. I know you ignored you ignored uh my name is Kyle and his asking to come on the show. We already had four people on. I didn't want it to get to, I don't like having more than four people on. And so I, I didn't want to send them over. That's, that's quantum Kyle, the, the the teenage kid from the the panel we did at Phoenix Comic Con a few years ago. That uh Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh shit, that's cool. You never know. Yeah, he's like, a cool kid. We've had him he, on before. He's bright. He's you know begging to come on and show us his Batman costume. I'm expecting just to see like him show us the Batwing and dip out or something. And I, when I say Batwing, I don't mean comic book related. <laughs> no, we need more. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. We'll see how it goes. Brian will be there, so. He'll just end the show. <laughs> yeah. He won't keep it going like I do. And like, that was my first time running the whole show. You know, I did the intros. I did, you know what I mean? Like, that's why I was only drinking uh, White Claws. Uh, White Claws. I was trying to stay fucking cool. And he's like, this shit's already off the rails. Let's switch to whiskey. Fuck it. <laughs> uh, all right. What else we got? Tonight, Max. Well, our, our final topic tonight was going to be about Guardians of the Galaxy, the video game, not the TV show or, or movie or whatever. So, I mean, I guess I'll start. I uh, I'm I'm about halfway through the game now. I'm in chapter eight of sixteen, and some crazy stuff just happened in the story. I, I definitely won't spoil it, but this game is great. I really like it. I am having so much fun with Guardians of the Galaxy. As soon as the show's over tonight, I'm going to be playing some more. Um, it's uh, it's really really good. I it's been a, it's kind of, it's a surprise because when I saw I think they revealed this back in July or June was the first time they showed anything off back at E3, and I remember seeing this and thinking this looks awful. I was not interested at all. I thought the gameplay looked bad. I thought the graphics looked bad. I just wasn't wasn't feeling it. And then about a week before release, they started doing some more marketing, and I'm like okay this looks pretty cool and it is so i'm i'm playing it on pc and it runs extremely well i i have all the settings at ultra i've got the ray tracing on it's the first time i've actually been able to run a game with ray tracing on and it not tank the performance to where i would rather just turn it off like it actually runs perfect and yeah i'm playing on pc that's where i play most of my games Uh, pretty much all of them actually unless they're exclusive to another platform but yeah, I mean, I'm playing it on my TV, which I usually don't do. I'll usually play games on my on my uh, monitor here, but I decided for this one, since it's like pretty and colorful and and whatnot, that I'd put it up on the TV. And I'm glad I have. It's been nice to just kind of kick back and my my lazy boy here to the right of me, 
and play this game and just get immersed. So, yeah, I don't, I don't, I've had a few little glitches here and there, um, but overall it runs really well. And, and uh, Zaggy, you said you've got it coming in tomorrow. Good. I, I hope you enjoy it. What do you think of it so far, Matt? Where are you at? Like, how far? Uh, are I'm only in like chapter three or four of the game. Like, I haven't gotten okay. to play it as much as you have. Uh, I'm fighting all the like gelatinous cube stuff. Nice. Um, yeah, I like it. Like, it's a lot of fun. I'm playing it on PlayStation Five. It's a lot of uh, the story so far is really good. Um, it's. I'll be honest. It's hard to get used to, um, the voice actors after chris you know chris pratt the mcu bradley cooper yeah you know i agree but at the same time i kind of like this cast better except for rocket i like oh go ahead i was just gonna say i like every character in the video game better than their movie counterpart for eh, star lord's like kind of tied but rocket is a like he's a dick in the movies he's so much worse in the game he is yeah such a jerk and i kind of don't like him but but it adds to a good dynamic. But the cool thing about this is like it it fits in. It's very comic book accurate. And I say that as in like there's actually it's part of like it tells you when the game starts that there's issues of this comic book run. I want to say it was um, Brian Michael Bendis's Guardians of the Galaxy, but I'm not 100% sure. But there's, you know, you go, it says go read this run of books to to help you understand what's going on in the game so if you oh, if you want to tell you to do that yeah at the very oh, beginning if you want to get all like that lore and stuff it tells you what issues of the comic to go read that tie into this so so that, will that explain cool. like the war that they keep referencing yeah oh okay yeah and it explains a lot of that back lore and stuff so that's super cool but um i'm like i said i'm having a lot of fun with it the the interaction between characters is fun the dynamics of the game is fun um I'm, I'm super enjoying it i've heard a lot of great things so i can't wait to continue playing it i just haven't had time to, to keep going the last couple of days yeah once you get to where i'm at it takes a it takes a turn i'm so i'm, I'm really stoked to see what comes next it's yeah i'm, a, it's I'm cool they're they're going to take the monster to the you know the monster queen or whatever she is oh you're about to get to lady hellbender yeah yeah that, that's hellbender. awesome yeah yeah that's oh. cool that, that part's fun. That's where yeah. I'm at, but nice, nice. See Kyle, gotta play more video games, bud. What? <laughs> See Kyle, you gotta get into more video games, bud. Hey man, I paid attention during the uh, the moon stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I was told I can't buy a video game system. Oh, oh boy, sorry to hear that. Tell Brian you can do what you want. He doesn't rule your life. <laughs> <laughs> <Tell> <laughs> <laughs> but would you recommend Guardians of the Galaxy uh, for casual? Players? I would. Yeah, the combat, the combat starts to get a little bit more challenging. But I'm playing it on normal. You could, you know, you could always bump it down to easy if, if it gets too challenging for you. But um, I wouldn't say it's like that challenging. I've only died maybe three or four times the whole game. But yeah, I would recommend it. I think it's good for casual gamers who just might want to get the story out of it. I think it's good for more hardcore gamers. Yeah. And I'll I'll say this, if you played Final Fantasy 7 remake, the combat in this game reminds me of that a lot. Um just with the idea that like like in Final Fantasy 7 remake you can control every character on your team. You can't do that here. You can only control Star-Lord, which is a bummer. But um in this in Guardians of the Galaxy, like basically what you're doing is you're 
you're controlling your team members via like commands and that's very common in final fantasy 7 remake as well like you might be using the main character but then you tell one of your other team members to, to do a special ability and that's what guardians of the galaxy is exclusively you can't move to another character but it definitely gives off the same vibes and i like that i think it's fun to do combos and, and build up new you know build up abilities for my team members um it can get clunky at times but um but yeah, I think overall it's good. Would you recommend it to people? Yeah, I mean, even though it's made by the same studio that did the Avengers and that wasn't very well received, this game seems to be well received and they seem to have learned from their mistakes with Avengers and put it so into this game. So. It's actually, it's made by the same publisher, but actually not the same studio. Oh, that's what I mean, publisher, the Square Enix. Yeah, yeah they're both Square Enix. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Fuck me, right? Um, no, I just... I just just clarifying, I know it's Montreal, the developer, they're the ones that made the Deus Ex games. So they're very, um, they've, they've made some pretty popular games. Yeah. But there you go. Guardians of the Galaxy. Hope you enjoy it. Let, let us know, uh, Ziggy, if you're, if you're enjoying it once you get it. Yeah, please let um, us know. Don't let me know. Don't let me know. <laughs> cool. Ziggy says, so there's some cheap <laughs> land for 50 bucks in New Mexico, one acre. So for uh, from there, can then establish own country, then rocket slash space flight. Baby steps. He's he, Ziggy's got it. Got you covered, man. Covered like a blanket. Yeah, but <laughs> no, I can't get a video game system because you know what I'll do. I'll go out, I get a PS Five, I buy these video games, I'll play it for a total of about thirty six minutes, and I'll never touch it again. <laughs> Not well then, uh, that would mean don't buy it. I would agree with that. That is a waste of money. <laughs> it's a waste of money. If you're gonna spend six hundred dollars on a console plus at least one game, yeah, no, don't, don't do that. That's what I did with all of the like Xbox One and stuff. I was like, like when the first Modern Warfare came out, and I was like, oh yeah, play zombies with my friends. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna play this. And I was like, I played like zombies for a total of like ninety minutes. I'm like, oh my god, we're still fucking playing this. I hate zombies. And then I, I love just zombies. I just I shut it, it off. I never fucked with it again. <laughs> love zombies. Good I don't stuff. like things that don't end. Like zombies just never end. So you can keep playing it, playing it, playing it, playing it. I'm like I want, I want there to be an end of the level. I want some progression. I don't know. Not, not into it. I don't know. We'll see. But, All right. Well, we're about dying now. 65 times in a game. It sucks. <laughs> How the fuck do they keep shooting me? Yeah. That's the fun of video games, so. though. Challenge. Get better. Succeed. Like I bought, I bought good, a man. PlayStation, yeah. and then I rented the Miles Morales game, and I played it for like 65 minutes. And then the PlayStation sat there until it was asked for back. You gotta get immersed in the story, bro. That's all I'm saying. I like swinging. I swung around for like 45 minutes, but I played about 15 minutes of actual game time. Oh, dude, Spider Man's so good. Swinging is part of is is like the majority of the fun in that game, though. Too. It is a lot of fun to swing around. New I York just City. swung around and I was like, "All right, let me try to play some of this game." And I was like, "What?" What? What do you want me to do? Yeah, fuck this. That's what I liked about the first. Like Miles didn't have that as much as the first one, where you could like 
swing around and go to like big landmarks in the video game and like or the the comics so you find like the sanctum sanctorum and avengers tower and the the part where like the dude proposed that the where the dude proposed to his girlfriend on the billboard of the movie theater and then she said no so they removed it from the game that's awesome <laughs> like oh really yeah you didn't know about that no i didn't know about that so in the game they had a billboard where this guy proposed but the girl said so no. he wrote yeah he wrote a letter to the the publisher and asked him to put his proposal to his girlfriend in the game and when he got to that party showed her and she said no so then oh. he told them that she said no and they removed it from the game in an update oh so, my goodness no i didn't know about that poor guy yeah that's a cool way to propose unless she like hates video games i guess but wow it's super funny but but yeah but I think that's going to be our show for this week, guys. If you had a good time, make sure to like and subscribe button. I want to thank everyone for hanging out in the chat. Your mom left over Ziggy Comics. Uh, uh, comics are fun stick boy. Aaron, um, Solo Wookie, everyone hanging out. Ish, always a pleasure. Uh, great show tonight, guys. Guys, make sure you go check out Kyle and the, the crew over at Bonner Common Mayhem tomorrow night on the Tales from the Flipside channel. At what time you go? Goes live 7 p.m. Mountain Something Standard like Time. Yeah, 7 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. I'm sure it's going to be a great show. Probably not as wild as last week, but it's all right. Are you leaving? Yeah, we're going to be live. All right. But um, yeah. So if you want to check out more from us, you can find us on any of your social media platforms or podcasting platforms. And uh, for this week's episode of the Absuki Podcast, I am Matt. I'm Max. I'm Ish. <laughs> we'll see you guys next time. All you freaks and geeks, come all you freaks and geeks. Let's listen to Absolute Geek. Absolute We'll geek. go ahead and spread our cheeks. Spread the cheeks. And drink some Cosby wine. We'll drink some Cosby wine. It makes me feel real fine. <laughs> See you next time <laughs> on the Absolute